Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow caped crusaders, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Grant Morrison's Batman. This week, we are tackling the return of Bruce Wayne. But before we get into it, I wanted to address something that was brought up to us uh, via email from one of our listeners. Uh, you know how much we love hearing from you all. We know how much I think you I think you as in the general you understand how much we love hearing from you every single week. And we love doing this podcast. We love doing we've been doing this, this is our I guess technically uh, third season doing this and we love talking about comics we love talking about the people that make the comics but every so often uh, something gets by us and we wanted to address this right up front so that we can make sure that um, that things are known uh, we were informed by a listener I want to shout out uh, them for bringing this to our attention that uh, Cameron Stewart, the artist from part of the books that we were uh, covering last week, I believe, um, has been, uh, I don't know what the word, revealed, seems like a, a much more fun word than it is. Um, but he has been, he was the artist who did some of the, uh, books that we covered last week. Uh, he has been involved with several different allegations of grooming and a lot of other terrible things that we do not condone and that we do not have time for on this podcast. Um, there's just no excusing it. That's our bad. Uh, I take personal responsibility because I do the editing and I do the research for this stuff. So I apologize for uh, for calling that for not calling that out and not doing my due diligence on that. That's my bad. I do apologize for that. But I do want to again thank our loyal listeners for bringing that up to us because it is important. Uh, they told us that this, you know, and I want to share this sentiment with you all that comics are awesome, but sometimes people who get involved in comics are decidedly not awesome. And that shit needs to be called out everywhere so that we can hopefully make the comic space a more safe place for everybody. So just wanted to bring that up. Just wanted to address that. Once again, thank you to the listener who brought that to our attention. And y'all best believe I'm going to be doing more research going forward with this. <laughs> and I appreciate you all having patience with me and patience with us and allowing us to uh, to stumble sometimes because that's it's all part of it. We're all human, and I appreciate anyone who gives us that feedback because it's important. It's an important part of being humans, and it's important in the content that we create. So, yeah. fuck Cameron Stewart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. Seriously, like to bring up like even more of a guy that's more of a pro uh, more of a problem. It's good that you brought up such a major problem. Yes, yeah, it is. It is not. Uh, it's not a great, not a great thing to know that you've missed something like this. 
but it is a great thing to know that we have listeners that will rightly call us out for it and yeah i love that ask us to address exactly. that i appreciate you i love that keeping us holding us to a standard because it's right. a standard we, love that we want to exactly. stay at as well that oh, is yeah. also that is also including jonathan majors on top of this like being a major problem that's yep. what it's about yep Lots mm -hmm. of lots of lots stuff of going on. Yep. Lots of stuff. Mm -hmm. But that being said, again, thank you all. We love you all. Please continue to call us out when we do stuff wrong. Because hell yeah, I, we're idiots. I, I do we're, appreciate. We're, we're idiots sometimes. <laughs> we all, we're all yeah. we're we're idiots oftentimes. So yeah, hell let's, yeah. let's just we put have, that out. There. We have dumb moments. It's true. Hell yeah, we I, I've, I've, I've had at least six of them today. Oh, but we are going to move right on and talk about the books that we are covering this week because it's a big deal. Huzzah. It's a big deal. The Return of Bruce Wayne. We're going to be covering issues one through six of this miniseries as well as Time and the Batman. Batman number 700. We're going to be covering it all. And I am, of course, joined by the only two people who I would trust to stop me from traveling back to the present after Darkseid turned me into a reality bomb. First off, I ran into him while trying to find a buried treasure and he keeps telling me he's not the Black Pirate, but I don't believe him. It's Jacob Brown. Hello, I'm all sorts of valor. You cannot prove to me that I am not the Black Pirate because I'm not the Black Pirate. Who says I'm the Black Pirate? Who, 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 who would say that? And I keep running into him. It's so strange. And he just enlisted me to solve the murder of my parents while I'm traveling through time. Of all the podcasts that he could have walked into, he had to walk into mine. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not saying that I planted a reality bomb. All I'm saying is that yo ass is the reality bomb. Oh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> 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 and i am of course the man who looks suspiciously similar to a lot of the my ancestors hung up in my mansion i'm eric azana and i'm very excited to talk about this week's book um i'm gonna let y'all know i have never read this before and i've never read this I've before i've never okay. read the return Holy of bruce wayne so yeah. I was, was this really wild or makes two of us. <laughs> this was wild as hell. It's also, so uh, as we are recording this, I'm still kind of coasting off the high of watching the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah, so buddy. Even the stuff that I was not super a fan of, I'm like, I'm gonna give it a pass. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a really fun time at that movie, but also a really fun time reading this nonsense of a book. This is it, it is purely Morrison it's doing their best Morrison. version of nonsense. Oh, it's it's so pure bad. Morrison, pure nonsense. It, like, it just it, rules. Morrison is just so like, you know what? So silly. I am it's, going to yeah. create a book that is so toxic <laughs> that it literally takes our main character and turns him into a weapon. <laughs> I I still am trying to process a lot of the things that happened in what we covered oh, here. Man. So let's process it together. Let's dive into this. So we are going to kick things off 
Return of Bruce Wayne, part one of six. And first of all, <laughs> I love all of the covers. Yes. That are yeah. involved in this. They're so so from what we have printed in the omnibus, we have two two separate covers that are shown the first cover which i'm assuming is the a cover is just showing bruce in different points of time assuming a bat-like mantle where he's mm -hmm. in what i'm assuming is the b covers that are shown on the back side it's that same it's those same personas but it's just a full-on uh mug yeah. shot of yeah. bruce yeah. Yeah. in each of these time periods and, and those really are the ones that are usually cool. done by the artist of much like morrison's run has been yes. on this uh those are the ones the the b covers are the ones that are done by the artist for the issue yes okay. uh, which is really freaking cool which is a really cool thing that just continues throughout their run like it kind of womps so part one of batman the return of bruce wayne is entitled shadow on stone and brings in artist chris sprouse now malcolm where where else have we seen chris sprouse's art because it looks familiar to me um oh god i never remember what chris sprouse has done uh because whenever i think of chris sprouse i think of this or oh yeah tom strong the only good thing that alan moore has ever done yeah baby tom strong ah, the only good so thing good. alan moore has ever done baby Holy whatever happened to the man of tomorrow you're right you're right you're right i'm sorry i always forget that Wait that is an second. alan moore joint i'm sorry Wait i always second. forget that that was an alan moore thing because that is about optimism and hope just like Tom yeah. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a second. What about for is... the man who has everything? Yeah. I also forget that that is Alan Moore. Yeah. I literally always forget that those it's, two Superman or, stories only, are Alan Moore stories. It's it's only like Superman stuff and like Tom Strong that like Alan Moore really actually has. Some that's real it. Good yeah. Hope. And that's it. Yeah. And that's everything it. else that's is it. Watchmen and blah. yeah. Yeah. Everything else is. is like oh, everything is futile, is bullshit, and I'm a wizard. <laughs> I'm a, wizard. <laughs> I'm a wizard and everything's fucking bullshit. You know that Ralph like, Bashki film? You know that Ralph Bashki film, Wizards? It's about me. It's about me. You ever it's heard of me. Wizards of Waverly Place? It's I about live. me. It's my childhood. <laughs> I would totally pay money to see Selena Gomez hang out with Alan Moore for an hour. <laughs> for an like hour. Like current Selena Gomez. Like because it would be the only best murders of us in the and building. the worst of us in the same fucking that's, room. That's only murders in the building season two. It's just Alan It's Selena Moore Gomez and... trying to solve the murder of Alan Moore. Shit. <laughs> It's Shit, very bro. Watchmen style. It's just That'd the whole sick. series. I'm just ready. That'd be I, wanna, sick. I, I just want to hear Selena Gomez say hmm once. <laughs> just do the Rorschach her one time. I mean, time. she she gets pretty close in Only Murders. Does she, she? gets pretty. She gets pretty close to doing hmm. Like mm. it, it, it's not bad. Okay, all right. <laughs> I love Selena Gomez so much. Selena, call me. So are Everyone you saying that? Gomez. Are you saying that Martin, <laughs> Steve Bieber. Martin? <laughs> so like, so like Steve <laughs> Martin and Martin Short are just gonna play Doctor Manhattan and the Spectre and Silk Spectre? No, um, they just they just no, continue they... to be the Stadler and Waldorf that they really are. <laughs> I was gonna say no, they're actually gonna play their characters from um, from the Prince of Egypt, the best roles that they were ever part of. What's the song that they sing? By the power of Ra. <laughs> 
You're playing with the big boys now. (laughs) Fucking love that movie. Yeah, it's such a. Uh, That movie goes way harder on the music than it ever has any right to. Yes. I I genuinely, that might be to the promised land. (laughs) Deliver us. God, all all of the music in that. Okay, okay. Favorite song. Favorite song from the movie. That's it. That's the one. It's the Deliver Us. It is such a fucking belter. (laughs) Jacob, favorite song from Prince of Egypt. I think there's a song when like the montage of all the plagues and stuff like that are happening. Yeah, let my people go. Yeah, let, let my, my people, people go. go. Yeah. That that yeah, that yeah. was that was it. That was the I moment where I was like, okay, saw the wind. For me, it's, Shit, am I gonna download the fucking? For me, it's a toss up between <laughs> between through heaven's eyes, which is a certified oh. banger always, Ooh, yeah. nice. or. All I ever wanted. Like, that shit, I think about that at least once a day. That song crosses my mind at least once a day. Is that like your, is that your musical song that like comes into your life where it's just like a moment where it's like, there's a musical moment in my life right now that should be happening right now. And it's this song. (laughs) Yes. This song. It it happens. It happens. Um, Speaking of which, that song is happening right now as <laughs> as as we see in Where's the Prince of Egypt times. issue? <laughs> Where is my Where is it? Where is Where that? is Bruce Wayne? Bruce, Bruce battling Wayne against Kef Adam. For real. For real. There should have been and the like at least ancient Egypt issues. versions of yes. Carter Hall and Shire Hall. Twelve issues. There should Where be twelve issues of, of different timelines of Batman in this. Like we're talking Antarctica. Mount Everest and all that stuff. Hawaii. Like, you could have had this book be around for a year. Literally, you could have, a could year have been of this book everywhere. Yeah. Because the last like w- two I or three issues it. are very close in time period. Like, I want. Uh, I kind of so want bad <laughs> to see him pop up in the middle of World War II with Sergeant Rock, and then That's... at the same time yeah. have it cross over with the Superman Up in the Sky issue by Tom King and I believe it was Adam Kubert, yeah, where he yeah. also rockets mm-hmm. down in the middle of Sergeant Rock and his people, but he's amnesiac and they're both amnesiac and they're both there uh, at the same time, uh, but at different times. That would be ill. <sighs> I need oh, that's it. So good. I need it. Anyway. Uh, that is all to say, if you haven't lately, go rewatch Prince of Egypt. It fucking slaps. Deliver us from the uh, promise. Fucking so, so like we we decided that uh, Batman R.I.P. is just lame is. Um, we now decided that Return of Bruce Wayne is Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt, it really is. It's a journey. It's a journey through time and space. Get ready, y'all, because next week is Greatest Showman. (laughs) Yes, bitch! Don't tell me that! Because I fucking love Greatest Showman. Get fucking ready. And then Incorporated is going to be fucking Chicago. Oh my (laughs) god, that's so fucking funny. He had it coming. Alright, so we open up Chapter one of the Return of Bruce Wayne <laughs> with uh, uh, prehistoric people finding a spaceship, you know, the huge spaceship. 
Yeah. I love the uh, the cave people speak that they have here. Oh my god! Everybody's Morrison got their own has names. such a gift for doing different like dialects and different. They speak. do. Like oh they god. really fucking crush. They're constantly that. playing five D chess with all yes. dialogue. <laughs> like, how do you come up with this? The like half words of everything. What it of? Like, how is it so like hard the to fact look at? that there was Not old man. man, old man's son is man, and old man's man. son is boy. Boy. <laughs> Yeah. I really just want them and giant to is the trying Bible. to teach boy the fuck out of to be Bible. a young man. Yeah. Like I just, I love it so much. Yeah, so it's good. so I good. I love it so much. <laughs> so so good. Um, but yeah, so they are inspecting this space pod that has been mysteriously landed there, and I believe I remember this as part of Final Crisis. Yes, it is. This is the this is yeah. the uh, time capsule. Yes. That yeah, yeah. uh, Lois Lane did the recording of of the final days yes. of Planet Earth. Yes. Yeah. This is yes. That is this okay. is where it landed. Uh, the old yeah. man who we already know is the, the first, first boy, boy who aged and an just died. Yes. Yes. So and we this is basically continuing on from the end from of Final Crisis. Crisis. Yes. Cool. So we see that also continuing that story, we are met with Bruce Wayne. The fucking Bruce Wayne. The fucking sequencing here is so sick, though, of like them going to the cave and the caveman's like, what's there? Show yourself and throws a rock and the bats fucking fly out. Bats and then fly. he's just standing there holding the utility belt. Like, surrounded by the bats as they Surrounded by bats. So sick. Dude. Fucking cool. So cool. And Batman is amnesiac, as we will come to see be a running theme throughout this story. Um, I believe, yeah. So the blonde one is named Giant, which I love. And they have one guy there who is named Joker because he has has a nervous laughter. Mm -hmm. He laughs when he's nervous. And I love how they're like, all right, I'm Giant. This here's man, old man's son, and his son, boy, here to learn to be young man. This is Surly. And so they go, serious. (laughs) <laughs> and he goes, I'm giant. This is Joker. Joker goes, <laughs> and fucking Bruce immediately just kill Bill. Just red for and they're immediately just like, uh-uh, Joker, back up. No. <laughs> we didn't get I love that he that. immediately reads it. He's like, oh. <laughs> and so we see that Bruce is dealing with the after effects of the Omega Sanction, uh, which is causing his speech to be a little slurred. Um, his memory is gone, but he recognizes certain things. Like he recognizes the pod. And so he goes in there opens up the pod as man goes in to find old man and as bruce opens up the pod he finds different things he finds a bat signal which immediately crumples to dust he finds superman's cape which i think is really cool yeah and as they as the cavemen discover that old man has died they bring him out and they find what looked to be prehistoric Pearls, which mm-hmm. I fucking love. Uh, another thing that Morrison fucking crushes at the imagery. 
The imagery. Mm-hmm. The imagery yes. and the symbolism that makes up Batman is such a important thing. So they go to bury old man's body, give him a proper burial, and in the night they are beset upon by the blood mob! And their leader, Vandal Savage. Hell yes. Yes. I fucking love Vandal Savage. Same here, man. I think Vandal Savage is one of the most interesting DC characters. One day I will... One day I will share with you guys the pitch that I have for the Savage Al Ghul war that I have been that I have had on my mind for fucking. Wow. You've brought this up this before. I have brought fucking, this up before, and I fucking get wet every time. This has been in my head for at least a decade. That go, sounds... go, whisper that into Tom Taylor's ear, and then I have will. him whisper it into Ivan Rice's ear, and just have One them day. do that. <laughs> Can't be Ivan Race though, because he he. No, I'm sorry, I'm mistaking Ivan Race for Clayman. I was I was gonna be like because then it'll take six years for it to come out. It would never happen, and it would be done by Ivan Race anyway. (laughs) It would be done. (laughs) Yeah. No disrespect, Clayman is a god when it comes to art. It just oh absolutely. He just just like Gary Frank, he just takes a really long time because everything has to be perfect, which it usually is. Man, um, that sounds so obvious too. By the way, if you're saying it like that, it's just like, it feels, oh my god, that that feels very obvious. It feels like, so obvious, yeah, and no crazy. one has I'm done it. Was, That's one yeah. of those things that literally no one has ever done, and it makes it's, no sense. I don't and know. I've it had it in no my sense. head for years. Wow, like, yeah. uh, and they've uh, they've shared this scene like scenes before, and there's clearly something dozens there. Of times, yeah. like they clearly have a respect for each other. Like this is a story of how they have that respect. I don't understand how no one's done it. It's it's the, kind oh, of crazy. So good. It's kind of infuriating. I and also it, wanted to. Say, I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to talk to you that. about this off mic because yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's there's things. I also love like the uh, talking about Justice League. Those Justice League episodes of the Vandal Savage. Yes. Episode, yes. That for me is like the real epitome of like getting to know who that character was because mm-hmm. uh, up until that point, I I you know you you read about history and war and stuff like that but to see like him like interfering with world war ii i was just like oh shit yeah are they even allowed to do this right now that is yeah it's kind of fucked up also one of the things that the arrowverse got unequivocally right was phantom savage yes like that is i think the actor wasn't great but yes like i think the portrayal was perfect so fucking good (laughs) so the blood mob shows up the blood mob blood mob uh immediately just decimates everyone except for bruce and bruce's boy. instinct man wow like his just... instinct to save the boy yeah uh uh i'd like to point out his instinct to save the red-haired boy because <laughs> bruce loves jason anyway he loves jason, <laughs> loves jason. um but yeah the, the the rest of the group try and fight off valiantly but they are eventually overwhelmed and killed by the blood mob who then also take out bruce and bring him back to their camp at their camp we find neanderthals eating flesh from people mm-hmm. and a very Kill the pig. ominous Spill it's what <laughs> a very <laughs> ominous pelt of age fucking gigantic bat yes keep an eye on that yes so, <laughs> apparently this was a giant bat creature that vandal savage had just recently killed and he's like look 
He says, the chief who scares death has returned. Conquering chief Savage brings gifts from the forbidden land. And I just, again, I love Vandal Savage just as a character. Yeah. I wish he was in more things. I really wish he was the villain in more things. I thought he was the villain in this for like, I thought he was going to keep coming back in time with Bruce. That, Which is interesting was, because I mean, this isn't the last time we see him. Yeah, I mean, he kind of does. <laughs> but it's cool. And it's, it's Morrison again being like, oh, we're doing time travel. I gotta have Vandal Savage. Yeah, who are the constants <laughs> of the DC universe? Yeah, gotta let's have use Savage. those people. Yeah, it's just Galaxy Brain Morrison all the time. Yeah, and I, that's why I fucking love what they do. So, Vandal Savage is like tie him up. I'm gonna fight him so I can sacrifice him in front of the Sun God, and I'm just gonna take my concubine and spend the night. <laughs> so, plural concubines. Z-z-z-z. That's true. Is concubine a not a bitch. plural word? Uh no, there's 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 a plural. I'm it's thinking of concubine. harem. I wouldn't what, know. I'm thinking of harem. You're oh, right. Concubine oh, yeah. is singular. Harem is plural. Harem is plural. You You're right. My mistake. Um, see, I make mistakes all the time. But so Bruce gets <laughs> tied seven. up. There we go. Bruce gets tied up. Um, not unlike what y'all remember. This this imagery makes me think of a giant person being tied down by Gulliver's travels yep. Gulliver's yeah. travels. Gulliver's I, travels I knew I knew I've I knew been what thinking you were about it all yeah. day whenever yeah. you see someone getting tied up by like with stakes by their arms and their legs yeah it, it automatically travels. involves Thank you uh, yeah. Gulliver's travels yeah, you're a big Jack Black guy I completely understand I'm wow I'm, Quite possibly. So, I don't so know what you guys the Iron Jack Black. So what you guys are saying, every time you get tied down, you th- uh, it, you think of little people? Is that what you guys are saying? It's just like yeah. little people just spring to your mind and tying yeah, you down? Yeah, that's why I don't get... Ho- I mean... So Bruce is um, <laughs> tied down in the rain, and I love the imagery of the bat pelt just looming over him. Yeah. yeah. And then we see the dogs coming out, and immediately that becomes a problem. Yo, yeah. For a hot second, it seems like that bat comes alive and it feeds into Bruce's brain the words night, terror, superstitious, omen, creature, black, terrible, bat, disguise, man, bat. When all of a sudden, boy arrives, calling him man of bats. And he Bro. says, I followed you. He has painted his face in a domino mask and Bro. constructed mm. a shield and painted a bat atop it. Goes hard. Goes hard as it's fuck. so sick. Uh, Goes hard so as fuck. Sick. He's like, I followed you. The first you. Robin. <laughs> the very first Robin, historically. He brought him the utility belt. And immediately, Bruce, even though he's amnesiac, knows to pop one of the utility pouches and get out the penicillin. Uh-huh. he is in a bad uh-huh. way he's in a bad way and so we get to the next morning and savage awakes to find the dogs killed and the bat pelt having been co-opted by bruce wayne and bruce absolutely bodies this man Hell utilizing yes. his fighting prowess as well as his utility belt he looks terrifying in all the right ways uh and we got little boy robin off in the back Dude, this is so cool man 
so cool. It's not dear people, you face now. It's the bad people <laughs> out here. <laughs> It's so, and I love uh, Bruce gives him a little Clint Eastwood moment where he oh, just yeah. pulls out the little grapple gun and Savage is like, come then, Savage and his spear against your little knife. And he fucking hits him with an Arkham City takedown where he shoots so the grapple sick. into his stomach, pulls him pulls forward him and, and decks him. Decks him in the face. So, so sick. Good. It's so good. So and then that page, that next page of him standing over him page. rules oh, rules yeah. so freaking cool. That's sex. Like that's so <laughs> good. And so he hands the pearls to Raboy, the Raboy, the boy, the young man, the Rob man, Boybin, Rob Battinson, um, and then he sees that the rest of the savage tribe are gaining on them. So he and the boy run and leap off of a waterfall as a solar eclipse takes place. Really cool fucking panel of them leaping off the top of the really waterfall. Really cool. They both plunge into the water. The boy surfaces. The Batman does not. Man of bats. Man. Meanwhile, back with the uh, the Savage Clan, they have cast out Vandal Savage because he got punked publicly. This is his first <laughs> defeat. The first defeat of Vandal Savage. And he curses oh. them when all of a sudden everything is enveloped in a bright white light as three figures appear in the sky. Resembling yeah. Superman, Green Lantern, and Booster Gold. And behind them, yeah, a sphere of some yeah, sort, yeah, piloted by Rip Hunter. Yeah, oh, that's Rip Hunter. Okay, I did not know who he was for the life of me throughout the rest that is of this. Rip Hunter. Rip Hunter doesn't happen. actually look like uh, 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 the joke would have been funny if I remembered his name. Arthur Darvel. Yeah. I was trying oh. Rory. I was trying Rory. to remember yeah. Rory. Also, a thing that the Arrowverse got unequivocally right was Rip uh, Hunter. Uh, I disagree. I, I, I like really? I like comic book Rip Hunter way more. Oh, hardcore more. disagree. I thought Arthur Darvel was borderline insufferable for two seasons of. That. Oh, I hardcore <laughs> disagree. Once he gets like the like actual like suit suit in like season three, and he's like dressing around like like they're like the the time. I don't remember what when they're called. He, when he's a, the not when TVA he, is just like in the men of black, an basically. Yeah, I, I think that's way better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this way hard better. disagree. Yeah, I hated the duster and like. I love the duster. I hate it. I it, it was just Doctor Who. That's why you loved it because it was just Doctor Who. And like, I don't Rip care Hunter, who knows Rip it. Hunter yeah. shouldn't be Doctor Who. I yeah. do think that. Anyway, so uh, yeah, it looks like. Our heroes are tracking Batman, oh, shit. though they got there just after he had arrived. And they and Superman, who is looking terrifying in this page, mm -hmm. says, if Batman makes it back to the 21st century on his own, everyone dies, which is ominous as fuck. Bro, what a great hook. Like, a great yeah, hook. What a well-constructed like, first fuck? issue this is. Reading this monthly was so awesome. Dude, I bet. I can only imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was I so awesome. <laughs> so Bruce wakes up being pulled out of the water by a woman. 
a woman? <gasps> a woman? And she says, there is no time. What horse is this you rode on? <laughs> and you see this gigantic, terrifying kraken creature. Release the kraken. Release the kraken. Every every issue ended with this Doctor Who like theme every time I heard it every time. Which brings us to chapter two entitled until the end of time which brings us a brand new artist that of fraser irving fraser irving is a super acquired taste i used to really not like fraser irving which is so interesting yeah because you have you have said this before about artists who very much resemble irving style like a mike del mundo during the days of thunder yeah um and I think I think that's and uh, Christian Ward as well. We've talked it, about it, Christian, it. It's a very specific art style that I just don't love. I'm fair. okay with Fraser Irving. I I'm I going really, to be okay with it. I really dig Fraser Irving's. I think hit. I think what makes his different from Del Mundo and from um, Ward is yeah. his. Because I think and I I think the reason that Morrison picked him is because he has a love for keyframes. Mm-hmm. Fraser Irving is very much about iconography and keyframes. Yes, where, that's why they work together. Yeah, like, where yeah. Ward and Del Mundo like to get a little bit more experimental, where everything can shift and change. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can read a Fraser Irving story very easily without <laughs> words and know what's going on. Uh, a a Del Mundo or a Christian Ward, like, I think you need the words in order to go with it. Interesting. Interesting. I In think order to be able to tell I a cohesive story, spe- I think that's true for specific stories. Others, I think, like I think, I think Ward's work on Black Bull largely stands on its own. Oh, you know what? I I, I will agree with you on that actually. But yeah. but I yeah. but I I know what you're talking about with his art in yeah. general. So we pick up right where we left off. Uh, this terrifying fucking creature is attacking. Bruce is able to disable it uh, momentarily before he is rescued by this woman. This woman named Annie, who looks not dissimilar to one Selena Kyle. Oh, interesting. I thought she looks not dissimilar to one Zatanna Zatara. Yeah, I was thinking that too. That is very true as well. Yeah. And that Mm. is probably a indicator Mm. of maybe Bruce's type. Mm. He likes a spooky white woman. (laughs) (laughs) He likes a spooky white woman with dark hair. Hey, guess what? That's why I like that. (laughs) He's like, like, hey, Wednesday Adams, come see me. (laughs) No, he would be all over Morticia. Like, no. Oh, my God. Oh, but you can't break up Gomez. I want to watch that. No, I want to watch that. I, I, I would rather that than the Luis Guzman. Gomez, let me tell Whoa, you. Whoa, I like Luis Guzman Gomez. I did. I liked not. him a lot, actually. I, I thought he was not. really good because that guy totally seems like a wife guy, and that's all Gomez. Oh, he is. definitely seems like a wife, He's a wife guy. guy. I just, <laughs> He's the I didn't. Wife guy. You could, you can go back in the archives for our, yeah, yeah, for, uh, say, I, our Valentine's yeah. Day episode right. where yeah. my, uh, my fiance and I went through the whole season of Wednesday, but I just didn't, I didn't love fiance. Luis Guzman. Fiance. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, Annie has um, 
and Gungan. Bruce. And I love that. The reason that I think Selena came to mind first was that she had a little animal companion. The animal, yeah, yeah, uh, not a yeah. cat. Very yeah. clearly a. It's like a ferret or something. Like a mongoose. I thought because of it, no, it's an otter. It's like a, it's like a. What do you call yeah, you're right. it? Yeah, it's like probably a close to an otter. otter. Yeah, that makes water. sense. Yeah. A ferret. That's oh, yeah, a weasel. Ferret. Yeah, a ferret. A ferret. There you go. Dank ferret. Yeah. The symbol uh, that the little thanks. symbol charm that she has, by the way, I I thought she was uh, I thought I was wrong and thought she was like a descendant of Wonder Woman. I thought she symbol. was Themyscirin, but no, I think yeah. this she pulled off of him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I think the pendant yeah. she pulled off of him. It took mm-hmm. me like a couple of reads because I was like, Yeah, is she a, is she an Amazon? Is she? Yes. Where is it? The fuck? Where are we? But, <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of what the fuck is happening, where are we? We cut to the vanishing point. Oh my god. Hell yes. Okay, where listen. There was a mini series going on at this time called Time Master's Vanishing Point, which kind of goes further into the stories of what Rip Hunter, Booster Gold, uh, Superman, and Hal are doing. Uh, yeah. I have not actually read that. It's something that I've just oh, never read. I've always wanted to and just haven't done it. Uh, so one day, maybe I'll read it and I'll report back. <laughs> report back. It'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so they show up at the vanishing point, which is about 10 minutes away from complete entropy at the end of all things. And they're like, we need this place because it has information. Mm-hmm. And they it are greeted. Record of all the time yes. of the universe, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically, hey, this is a library. Can we check out your library for a specific It's second? very much uh, Homeboy's library from the, the, the God Days library. of Thunder. Yeah, yeah. The, God the God library. library. It's very much that. It's just 100%. Yeah. minutes Thor, yeah. away from the heat death of all of time. Yeah, that's so cool. And so they're hoping that from cool there concept. they can track the Omega Sanction energy to try and trace Bruce. Uh, this is when they're met by my personal paralysis demon. And... <laughs> bro, bro, okay, oh, okay. Man. What but... do you think it sounds like? I think it sounds like Hal three thousand from two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. That was the Ooh, first thing that popped in my head. Where That's it's just thing. completely I, emotionless. I see, yeah, I see like the type, like the typography, and I immediately think, okay, it's some cold kind of thing. But I have oh. no tracking on what this actually sounds like. Uh, to me, yeah. it it sounds like it sounds like hella un like unworldly like not unlike the beast from uh over the garden wall which is visually mm. very similar mm, but yeah. anytime i read it like it's first line is like i hear it as like uh, it's like this deep guttural like almost static sounding where it's like linear linear authority is vacated the station Ooh. it is no longer safe and just like, no, see, it's like no. it's unsettling. No, oh, no I fuck with but that. it's like super, that. like low. I fuck with that. That's tight. Local time, universal universal molecular motion will cease as deadline time arrives. The local timeline terminates in nine minutes. It's fucking terrifying. That is awful. That's fucking cool. That's immediately what I heard reading this. That's some low risk. I was like, I was like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> any longer than we have to i i love the look of this guy like i it's fucking how terrifying. it's like it's just look. a shape with oh, horns it's the one eye. eye is visible and then like the body the- looks like it's squiggling constantly yeah it's like good. it looks like it's just a living entity but it's not living 
it's just it's fucking it's like nerve endings in its body yeah. in its mechanical body and it stretches yeah. out to be like connectors to yeah. a bigger computer it's when it like reaches so out its hand it's got like yeah. tendrils coming off of the fingers it looks like it, fucking unsettling. It, when it speaks it makes a sound but you don't see the sound do you know what yeah. i mean by that yeah. like like you can't see it speak but you hear it speaks yes. and yeah. that's that's the unsettling nature of it it's like i, I can't yeah. tell like where that's coming from it's all around me but it's also in my brain yeah <laughs> which, which makes the line where it's like infestation of microfauna is protected like like anytime that yeah. like pops up i'm like yeah. oh god fuck. yeah and i like yeah. i like fucking really look like, around i'm like fuck i hate that Ugh. i hate it's you bringing so cool. that into my head now i'm like now nightmares are just fuel <laughs> it's so life. cool also i i you guys were talking oh god yeah. damn it oh yeah. god oh you guys were talking about fraser irving i gotta have to point out yeah, it's right around here that um, I really don't like his artwork because look at is this. It Hulk the Silver Superman. Is it the Booster Gold face? It, where he's I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. It looks like he's. I can't tell if this is Booster Gold or Plastic Man. Come on, help me out yeah. on a hot day. Yeah. Yeah. Also, in the page before it, this Hunch Over Superman is not for me. That's why I was like, that's really fair. Kind of, Honestly, that's Hunch was, Superman, not a vibe. No, not a vibe. Not a vibe. Uh, but this, honestly, when I first see this thing, that's exactly the body language I had. <laughs> where I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> so that's kind of what I picture him just going like. That's Ugh. funny. That's Superman's Ugh. just like in 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 disgust a little bit. You're like, oh man, I didn't think Superman could get disgusted. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's just like, yeah. we we need some mega energy are. here. We we hoped we could use your maps of space-time to help follow a trail just <laughs> it's like if, if you just leave the keys and you if you have like and you could just run or something like you you can go do that we'll lock up don't like, it's you have okay. something else to do because as <laughs> as a near immortal god you make me super uncomfy and i really don't <laughs> <appreciate it. laughs> okay now it kind of is a vibe the idea yeah. that something could shake like clark that yeah. bad yeah. it's kind of awesome that kind yeah. of like oh, pretty I cool just, that reason like he makes more sense yeah. see the reason i didn't like is because i picture when i think of hunched over like superman i think of clark like that yeah, that's yeah, clark yeah. 100%. For me. yeah and so t for this thing to make him drop the superman persona and become clark right now for is really second, interesting yeah. that's like, actually that's actually uh, really good canon for that okay i like funny. that and it that also works. may speak to a reveal for this thing later on as well. mm. oh oh yeah uh, we got back to a bat that has been stuck into the door of a church we just are just like the plagues I send the locusts on the wind, unlike the world has ever seen. This is the let my people go portion of Yeah, Pittsburgh. I was going to say yeah. this is let my people go. Oh, God, I fucking love that movie. So, <laughs> yeah, see, I, might watch this movie. This, I, I might rewatch that after you finish recording here. I might watch a bootleg of the musical, which I recommend to the Fuck, listeners that's out there. Right, it's a stage oh, yeah, musical now. Stage musical is really Shit. like superior to what's just a level up. Just a level up. I forgot up that they did see, that. That is now a dream role of mine. Uh huh. Fuck uh, Moses yeah. or Ramses? No. No, one of the little advisor guys. <laughs> so I could sing, you're playing with the big boys now. I would um, fucking crush that. Um, 
but yeah, it's we see that it's during pilgrim times. It's during yeah. the times when uh, the witch trials were just mm-hmm. hysterics going on all the time. And we, mm-hmm. we take the point of view of one Mordecai, who has been summoned as kind of a lawman, a detective of sorts. Mm-hmm. And this brings to attention the thing that I fucking love about Return of Bruce Wayne, is that it puts a spotlight on his detective skills. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fucking yes. Lo- he goes straight yes. up L.A. Noir on yes. this woman. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, is at- a, it is a detective story first. It's so fucking cool how cool. he deduces that this woman killed her husband. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, ah, she must be a witch. And Mordecai's like, no, she just killed her husband. Like, yeah, he's like fuck you guys out of here. Stupid. Like, her husband was beating the shit out of her and she lost him one day and killed him. Are yeah. you serious? Like, <laughs> and honestly, unofficially she, off the record, some guy, that's a vibe. On yeah, the record, like, she needs to ta- be on a proper trial. Some guy, some guy's like accusing her, but she turned me into a toad. He's like, really? Look all better. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but we see that Mordecai is in fact Bruce, and that he mm-hmm. has taken on this role and this name alongside Annie the woman of the woods giving me hardcore freya vibes from god of war yeah. uh, and i kind of yeah. fucking love that yeah uh, we see that they are close and we also see that she has been shunned by the village because they see her as a witch mm-hmm. um this other person who shows up what is He's called Malleus or Malleus. something. Yeah. Malleus. Who is a right old dick. Um, yep. Is convinced that Mordecai, there's something wrong with him. And so he is challenging him at every turn. And he also seems to have an intensely Scottish accent. At least mm. that's how I read it. At one point, yeah. he's chastising Mordecai. He's like, I will protect this town as it is my duty to God. Ye will not challenge my authority, stranger. They say an eclipse of the sun will come tomorrow, and this time we will be ready. And again, the iconography of an eclipse. Mm -hmm. Very Mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, We come to find out that uh, Annie is more or less the protector of this series of catacombs that once belonged to the Bat People, the Miyagani tribe who we can assume were birthed from the boy, the first Robin. And I just fucking, I love the added lore yeah, that right? is given to Gotham. Not just added lore, but like closed loop lore. Of yes, like, yes. It like, like Morrison's like, there. I'm opening up all of this, but it feels very lived in, very established. And then Morrison's gonna close the book on it. Like yep. <laughs> it's yeah. perfect. The very so back, it's back to the future esque yeah. like kind of like yes. puzzle piece that the, the footprint that he's left on there. That, this like, is very back to the future. Like this is but, yeah, no this kidding. is Zemeckis like God brain, but times like eight billion. Yeah, like, like, back to the future could never. Like, yeah, no, back so, to the future could never do this. <laughs> Annie brings uh, Bruce into the catacombs and to where she initially found him. And it's revealed that Mordecai was in fact a Puritan that was sent to kill her. And she may or may not have killed him and then 
given Bruce his clothes and had him assume his identity. Yeah. But then the beast returns. The, the beast is back. The Kraken returns just as uh, Malice and his people uh, round up Annie at her home and take the pendant that was wrapped around her neck, showing the symbols of Wonder Woman and Superman that she got off of Bruce. And they say that these are unholy relics and that she will be hanged as a witch. Uh, Bruce is able to fight off this thing and ultimately kill this thing momentarily. Meanwhile, back at the vanishing point, we see that the archivist has sealed off our heroes in a bubble of sorts. As he goes to hijack their time sphere, his head opens up, which is very unsettling, and yeah. reveals that it's Bruce. What? Holy fuck. Yeah. Holy, Holy fuck. Fucking whips, right? Like, what the fuck? Man, and Bruce whips. says, you'll just it's like have to trust Doc Brown me. has been the bad guy the entire time. Yeah. Yes. yes. So Bruce says, you're just going to have to trust me. And he escapes in their time sphere, leaving them stranded at the vanishing point with less than 10 minutes until heat death of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, and then, yeah. back in the olden times, Annie is hung. But before she is, she reveals that Malleus's name is Nathaniel Wayne. Yeah. And she says... A curse on you, Nathaniel Wayne. My curse on you and all your kin until the end of time. As Bruce jumps back into the waterfall to face off against this thing and wakes up at the start of Tarzan. <laughs> Two worlds, one family. <laughs> also, a, like... also a fucking banger soundtrack. <laughs> 1998 yes. went hard on animated hard. movie it soundtracks. It so did. Yeah. Like God. those, and then uh, and uh, 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 Road to El Dorado. I yeah. mean, like it's, it's oh, all yeah. like it's all like oh, a man. year apart, and it's like whoa, God. they went hard. They were cooking. Like, they were cooking, cooking, and so fire. We find out that the the harvest was good, as the uh, as the years went by, Mordecai was um was immortalized in uh an image and eventually that painting that portrait would wind up in wayne manor but bruce wakes up coming out of the water comes up on a beach but is immediately kicked down and confronted by taika watini Blackbeard! I fucking love it. I love the inclusion of Blackbeard. I and so I, I thought he uh, so so with the with the new cover that comes with this next issue. Yes, I thought that uh, he was I going saw, to become Blackbeard. Yeah, yeah I really same. thought that. that was going to be a Dread Pirate Roberts kind of situation. Yeah. 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 Yeah, which would have been which, dope as hell. Really which would whip. Yeah. But ultimately was not it. 
Uh, part three of the return <laughs> of Bruce Wayne is titled The Bones of Bristol Bay and brings in Yannick Paquette. Yannick Paquette. My love. So fucking good. My love. Uh, that first page, like recapping the death of Batman, is so pretty. So oh, fucking Yannick cool. Yannick Paquette. <laughs> the, it's the it's the it's the last panel for me that gets it that's really good it's the eyes and as realization of batman as like, yeah. Yeah. yeah with the kirby dots yeah so as malcolm mentioned the first page reintroduces us to batman dying for an important reason or very so we don't forget remember to remember and so gotcha. We cut to right now. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow it this time. I won't throw <laughs> oh, a fit. It's not fun anymore. <laughs> I won't throw a fit. Where Bruce has <laughs> come ashore and is confronted by Blackbeard's crew. I win. And we see that uh, Blackbeard has taken a, uh, a prisoner. Young Jack Valor, who is uh, apparently a boy from the sinking ship that they just sunk. So that this, ship... this is Brenton Thwaites yes. from that Pirates movie that from he that was in. that one Pirates movie. That yeah, they were you know, the like, one that no one fucking saw. That they were then like, <laughs> that's Nightwing. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. He's good. He's good on that show. He's fine. So He's good! They see... They see... Uh, Bruce obviously is a threat. And so they're like, you're the black pirate. And Bruce doesn't know <laughs> what the fuck they're talking about, but they're just like, look, you are going to lead us through these catacombs to this treasure that the black pirates so supposedly has. And what we get is fucking treasure Island with yeah. Batman. Uh-huh. <laughs> I awesome. All known fact about me. I'm an actor. And my first theater show in college was Treasure Island. Where I played the role of Mr. Israel Hands. Hell yeah. So seeing is anytime Israel Hands pops up anywhere, it makes my heart sing. Hell yeah. I love that character in all of his forms. Bro, this literally is just treasure. Uh, I keep calling it Treasure Planet, Treasure Island. I mean, it is Treasure. So, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's the it's, same it's thing. It's Treasure but, Island. Yeah. It's Treasure Island. And so they take little Jim Hawkins alongside uh, <laughs> alongside Bruce, and they're like, "You're going to navigate this cave." And so we see that this is the same cave that was, you know, previously occupied and protected by Annie. Though we see as they enter it, an ominous figure watching them from the tree this shit was unsettling oh yeah yeah. just this figure just watching them upside down from a tree as they enter the cave and as they get further in there are a bunch of fucking people watching them from the roof of the cave i did Uh not notice that dude it's fucking terrifying oh shit that is scary i didn't notice that in the first page oh my god i thought that was a shadow oh shit no no it's bad that's really bad so they are making their way through. Bruce is noticing the booby traps uh, are sprung by sound. So he gives them a good old. <laughs> and we see the <laughs> booby traps are activated much like bats sonically, which I fucking love. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we see them try and make their way through the traps, and we cut to present day as Batman and Robin make their way through Bloodhaven, the ruins of Bloodhaven, the irradiated the ruins. Yeah. Making their way through the irradiated ruins of Bloodhaven. <laughs> we cut to the Justice League Watchtower, where we are greeted by the current Justice League at the time, who are being briefed <laughs> on the situation, and they hand explanation over to a mysterious figure. Who a is figure. that masked man? Who is this masked man? Probably the best version of this character I've ever seen, I'll tell you that. It's Until Red President. Robin. Yum. <laughs> yes, bitch. Tim Drake, Red Robin, Jacob. Oh. I know you've been waiting for this. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're doing this now? Oh, Give us okay. the fucking rundown. Oh. Um, I am going, we're going to go oh, by geez. the normal rules. Oh, that's right. So you will have 60 seconds on the clock. I may need Malcolm to help me out with this too. No, this is you, buddy. This is all you, baby. This is all you. This is all you. This is your time. You have 60 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Are they right down here? Okay. No, I still have them over here. No, they're right there. Are you ready? Okay, wait. Hold on. Yes. Stand by. Yeah, let's just do it. Stand by. Let's just do this. All right. Stand by. Ready? Let's do it. Steady. Go. What's really great is that with Tim Drake, Red Robin, um, at this point has taken upon himself to be the next version of himself, which is the Red Robin. He he disses ba- uh, Dick uh, uh, Dick and uh, 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 what's his face Damien out and outs himself and goes out to the world. He really believes that there is an essence that Bruce Wayne could possibly be alive because of the fact that it's not that simple. So he goes out into the world, crossing the entire globe with the help of Rachel Ghoul, who finds out that he, he too believes that Bruce Wayne is still out there. They go around into 15 the 15 seconds. Uh, they go around into the world trying to find out and deduce like where are the paths, everything that's in this return of Bruce Wayne is the path of where Tim has been leading, going, following the clues of that. Um, and eventually ends with him bringing this information to the Justice League. Excellent. Right on time, my friend. Great job. Great job. Great job, Great job buddy. Great job. Like, Proud of it's you. A, it's about like, what, 12, uh, 12 issues or something like no, yeah, it's, that? No, that, that, that part is 12 issues. Well, that part is, then the yeah. second half the second is half. post this. Yes. Which is so fucking cool. Was very Which good. I think is better. Which but I so didn't we know, see... so it was very kind of confusing, like yeah. reading the rest of that. So now yeah. I'll, I'll be able to with read the proper the context. Yeah, yeah, issues one through twelve are before this. Stuff. This coming up to yeah. this, and then issues much. thirteen and on is uh, after this. After Bruce, this. Okay. So we see yeah. uh, Dick and Damien have made their way to the lab where Bruce was being held. Yes, Doctor Macari's really cool. lab. Oh, Doctor Macari, Doctor. They see the they see the sh- machine, the machine that Bruce was hooked up into for the Final Crisis. Ah, so it all man. comes together, and so, and it also comes full circle for them because they're like that. This is where the clone was. Mm-hmm. He was saying something about bro- a broken jar. I love that. So it's close. It's cool. It's really, really cool. Tying up those loose ends. Hey, can I simp for a second? Simp. Um, 
Yannick Paquette is an amazing artist. I think Yannick Paquette is easily in the top five artists for drawing beautiful women. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fucking yeah. easily. You're not Holy wrong. shit. Because this this Justice League, which we, we didn't go over the Justice League lineup here, which is super wacky. It uh, is. Because <laughs> it's a time when New Krypton is happening, and so Superman is mostly off during that. Uh, it's a time where Bruce Wayne isn't Batman, so it's not really a Batman. It's kind of a Batman. Uh, so the team is like guardian and uh guardian starman and from the Steel. 90s oh, and, like <laughs> cyborg and donna troy like what's it's the, the weirdest team what's the uh that's kong gorilla bill kong oh my god yeah it's magilla gorillas yeah oh my god that's amazing yeah um, it's fucking silly know. it's a it's wacky a silly ass justice league it's super fucking weird <laughs> like it didn't take me until now to realize looking at wonder woman that i was like oh that looks exactly like earth one wonder woman yeah. and then i was yeah. like wait a minute because Yannick Yannick Paquette. Paquette. oh yes. okay yes. <laughs> that's like, what oh. i'm getting at wonder woman holy shit stunning holy shit yes. uh even just like this panel of the justice league Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Black Canary <laughs> and Donna. And this is the most attractive I've ever been to Huntress. Yes. Holy uh, shit. Yeah, hey, don't, don't count problem. out Kimmy Ohoshi. Either. And fucking Dr. Dr. Light. Light. My God. Who I love. Oh, I love. I love. Her. Yeah. Uh, God, th- love this Dr. is, <laughs> this is the inferior late 2000s Justice League. Yeah. This is James later, Robinson's Justice League. That he's still sour about. Which would later <laughs> make way for the superior late 2000s Justice League, which included Dick Grayson, Batman, Monel, yeah, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, this is right before that. Like, yeah. But we Fucking see Guardian. That. That's so awesome. Guardian. It's so <laughs> I love fun. Guardian. I mean, he's low rent Captain America, and that's what's cool. And I love him. I love. Him <laughs> I so love. Much. I love him for it. <laughs> and so we see that uh, back in the caves, everyone's spooked. They believe that ghosts are hunting them, and. Blackbeard's just like, light me up, light me up. I'll scare the ghosts. Light me up. Set me on fire. Bro, light me up. So <laughs> sick. It's so funny. It's so cool. And so the Jim Hawkins character is like, look, hey, I'm the Black Pirate. My name is not Loggins, Jack Loggins. I'm Jack Valor. I'm the Black Pirate, but I need your help. And so Bruce pulls a little bit of theater, gets knocked off a cliff into the waters below, and then resurfaces (laughs) as pirate Batman. Dude, homeboy taking the fucking, like, 1600s batarang to the throat is so gnarly, dude. Holy fuck. It's so gnarly. It's so fuck. And just this image of him like covered up by the cloak the skull on the bridge, bridge of the like, bones this yeah. is like fucking metal it's so, so metal. metal this is what i always thought the phantom should look like yes. remember that old yeah. like yeah old, yes like, and everything like that yeah. this is the phantom or the shadow like yeah. this, that's yeah. all that like that's all that super right old timey noir stuff like that's yeah, yeah. this is and, terrifying and so <laughs> the uh Bruce and Blackbeard begin dueling as uh, Israel Hands corners uh, Jack Valor with his last two remaining lackeys. The two remaining lackeys are then brutally murdered by the Miyagani tribe. And 
which just leaves two. Blackbeard in Israel hands. Israel hands is pushed off of the cliff into the waters below and forced to no! swim out to sea. Not the river no! of night! <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Blackbeard is shortly pushed out to follow him. Uh, and this is when the Miyagani tribe truly show up. And it's dope as fuck. All of them are like, they basically take Bruce further into the cave to show him the shrine of his original cape and cowl with the utility belt. And he's like, okay, I, I, I wore this. Like, I need to remember this. I need to remember this. And so he goes back out. He hands the cape and cowl of the black pirate back to Jack and then fades into the next era. We see uh, Blackbeard and Mr. Hands resurface. They go back to their ship, and it is said that three months later they were caught, tried, and hanged for their piracy. Whereas Jack would continue on his life as the Black Pirate and would eventually marry, settle down, get involved with the Van Derm family, mm. where they were instructed to put something in a box and keep that box safe. Yes. A box it's with a bat on it. A box that we've seen. Yeah. Because we saw this box last week. And we bad sure people got that did. box. The right? bad people took that box. The bad, bad people, people took, took that box. box. Mm. Yes, the domino train took that box. Mm, that's right. And then we cut to a brand new time period as two ne'er do wells. When do they do well? Ne'er. Ne'er. <laughs> make their way into an old saloon they're there to hire a bounty hunter though not just any bounty hunter because what's chasing them seems to be ethereal what's chasing them is a cowboy dressed in all black surrounded by bats he seems unkillable he seems immortal so who do they recruit to take this ethereal man bound motherfucking Jonah Josh Brolin <laughs> Josh Brolin who has just left Megan Fox upstairs the <laughs> fucking hex I love this this is this I mean again Morrison just in their bag like fucking pulling Jonah Hex into this shit so sick god I love it so sick so chapter four is maybe the darkest chapter out of all of them uh, yep. um, this is part four, Dark Knight, Dark Rider, and brings us a another brand new penciler, that being Georges Ginti. Georges Ginti, which makes sense because there's a lot of French violence in this. <laughs> there, there's, some, there's some fucking parlez-vous français going on in this bitch. Let me tell you. Uh, Let me we tell start. You we start off at the beginning of Westworld, where oh, yeah, okay. have that's good. All attacked right. a farmhouse. Yeah, all right, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> shit, James Marsden would voice Batman really well. Do you, you know what? He would be a good voice. Back you know, what? I'm actually really interested in how he would voice Superman. Oh, I mean, really cool. James Marsden, maybe up to about ten years ago, could have played Superman. Could have played yeah. Superman. You know why? Because yeah, yeah. he did play the other Boy Scout. One of sure the other did. Boy Scout characters. One of the best mm -hmm. Boy Scout characters. And he got screwed over in that rule. He sure did. Yeah. And he got, he got screwed, screwed over in the movie that he left to left that franchise yep. to do. 
Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. By playing the cuck? Yeah. Yeah. By playing the <laughs> yeah. cuck? Yeah. Um, yeah. So he should have just been Superman. Yeah. So we see these bandits have attacked the Van Dern house and are there to get the bat box. And in defense yeah. of uh, his mama, this young kid gets brutally gunned down <laughs> by the bandits. So sick, dude. <laughs> it's so cool. This is this is this is a dark issue. This is fucked up. It's bad. Yeah, real fucked up. It's real western. And so in the aftermath, the mother <laughs> unforgiven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The mother is pleading to God. She says, "If only for my dear daughter's sake, if you cannot, will not send me a miracle of love and salvation." send your darkest truest angel of retribution and as the fucking rain and the lightning comes down we see the dark rider yeah i fucking love this page and Hell then yeah it's just with the guy it just becomes the fucking background it um, just becomes the lone ranger that's exactly. yeah, all it becomes now it's yeah. so good and so yeah. we catch up to where we were at the end of last issue, the ne'er-do-wells have recruited Jonah Hex to be part of their uh, little gang for their protection. And they are there to go meet with Monsieur Savage. <laughs> See, tell more stories like this. Vandal fucking Savage Vandal in Western Savage times? Savage in Western times! Fucking Savage in Western Baby! times. That rules. Talking about how so Napoleon good. screwed him over. Fucking rules. Yeah, he spent time in France and then Napoleon screwed him over, so he came to the Americas. That's so cool, dude. Like, so fucking cool. Vandal Savage rules. He's such so a good cool. character. So we see that the daughter is currently being tortured of some kind as they are trying to get the box open, but they find that they're unable to. Jonah Hex takes on the, uh, the job of protecting them when... All of a sudden, the Dark Rider shows up and proceeds to just decimate every single outlaw in that town. I love that he's throwing the big chunky Dark Knight Returns batarangs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got the big thick ones. Because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't use guns, even down. as a cowboy. Yeah. Nope, but he's still the fastest hands in the West. Fastest That's hands it, in the fucking West. He fucking quick draws with batarangs. It's sick. Quick draw so the bra. fucking cool. And don't you forget it. <laughs> so we cut back inside where the um, where Vandal Savage mentions that uh, Catherine, the daughter who was captured, is uh, being persuaded by a qualified doctor. Mm. That God. being, and so we are introduced a young doctor hurt yes god damn it god damn it of course yes Yes. going by dr thomas yes oh god yes and now things make so much sense to you don't they now you see why dr hurt has such a mad on for batman now you see why dr hurt is insisting that he's a thomas and a wayne it's no, all connected. No, no, nothing feels clearer, Malcolm. <laughs> it's I all only connected. have more questions. More questions. <laughs> it's all connected. And so we see that uh, Dr. Thomas has been torturing this poor girl to try and get her to open the box. Um, Thomas shoots the man who was protesting this horrific treatment when all of a sudden the Dark Rider appears 
takes out everybody and begins to pursue the Dark Rider, who has escaped or proceeds to pursue uh, Dr. Thomas, who has escaped with Vandal Savage, Catherine, and the Bat Box. Mm-hmm. And we get this great little chase sequence on top of a carriage. Fucking love it. As Jonah Hex is in open gunfire combat with the Dark Rider. It's so fucking cool. It's so cool. Yeah, it's I just so hear like some cool. Western Batman theme just on a guitar strumming and stuff like I'm that. I'm sure someone's this action done that. Someone has to have done something like that. Yeah, it has to exist. Listener, get in the comments. You tell us, you link us, you email us. Hit that like and subscribe button. <laughs> Let us know where we can find that Western version of the Batman theme. And if there is none, make it. Also, Show listeners, us. while you're doing that, head on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review for Geek Explained. Whatever five-star review you leave, Eric will be forced to read it on air. On air. You do listen to the podcast. Babe, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> of course I do. That is true. That is true. Any, if you do give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it, I, I do read all of them word for word. And yeah. I unfortunately am bound to reading every review in its entirety. Yes, so, this is this is his Ron Burgundy moment. This is my Ron Burgundy this, moment. You this can is the make Ron me Burgundy. read whatever you want. As long whatever. as you have five stars. If you want to write a five-star <laughs> review and have it just say poopy caca, <laughs> He'll read Poopy Kaka on the air. I will do I'm it. Eric Azana? I will do it. God damn it. Who put a question mark? <laughs> Who put a question mark? <laughs> email. God bless Fred Willard. It. Fred Willard, I miss you already. Yeah, same. I fucking miss you already. You Fred goddamn Willard, treasure. Fred Willard, you were the only person who could play like my drama teacher in a biopic. I swear. <laughs> you, were the, you, were, you were the only person. And may we rest your soul. Fred Willard fucking ruled. <laughs> that was hilarious. The only live person in a Pixar film. Yes. Yeah. So, so that was my see... favorite part. As the oh, carriage, as the ch- carriage chase continues, a hapless sap, George McFly, steps <laughs> out into the road. Mm-hmm. George McWayne uh, steps out <laughs> and is about to be trampled by the horses carrying this wagon. Hey, and it is brought you down. Get your hands off her! He literally <laughs> stutters just like that. Yeah, he's like, Miss, may may I help you? May I, uh, uh, may I help the t- you? The timeline has been reset. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Bruce Willis takes out his, out like, license, his license. Yeah, he pulls out the Polaroid. Like, oh, the Bat family reemerges. And just as Dick exactly. was about to disappear, he reappears. He reappears. Exactly. He's slowly singing Earth Angel to these to this couple as they're out of existence. They just start fucking shredding. And he's like, oh, I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. <laughs> but your kids are going to love it. it. <laughs> well, your kids, 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 kids are going to love it. <laughs> and so dark we see. Angel, dark Angel. Oh, God. <laughs> you be if you haven't. Do, 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 do. If you haven't lately, go rewatch Dark Angel. A great little show. <laughs> uh, the first time I saw Jensen Ackles? Mine too, uh, I think. Yeah. Because that was before he was on Smallville. And that's yep. before Supernatural. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Thomas does not has not taken this uh, interruption lightly. But then Vandal Savage just knocks this guy out. 
He's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And as the Dark Rider is handed the bat box, Jonah Hex comes strolling back up. And they have a showdown. Jonah Hex drops his favorite uh, Cole Cassidy voice line, says, I hear (laughs) you. It's our news. (laughs) (laughs) It's past Uh, your bedtime. Job's a job. And I got Mm -hmm. me a reputation to uphold. Brawl. And he fucking gets Bruce right in the chest. It's so hard to fucking mask comes off his face. Mask comes off the hat gets thrown off his head. He topples backwards into the river. He's never seen again. Until years later, we would see that Catherine Van Dern and this whoever this Wayne was married, built their home. And eventually, that home became Wayne Manor. This Dr. Thomas disappeared into time. Maybe to be seen again someday. Bruce walks out, still in his Dark Rider getup, holding the bat box into a more modern street than he yeah. is used to. Yeah. And immediately gets hit by a truck. Yeah. And that is how we end this part with him just laying in the street as the Gotham Gazette reads Broken Gotham, Crime, Corruption, and Chaos. What's next for the fallen city? Love it. Which brings us to, I believe, part five Eric's favorite issue. My favorite issue. <laughs> How Reading did you this. know? Like, oh, yeah. Right, Eric's gonna fucking yeah. love this one. <laughs> How did you know that I yeah. would love this issue? <laughs> God, I fucking oh. Part five of the Return of Bruce Wayne, entitled "Masquerade," brings us Ryan Sook. Mm. Art. Ryan, my man can draw can fucking draw that mugshot of bruce wayne in the like 30s get up it's like real good it's so yes. good in my mouth, it's like everything god damn anyway so <laughs> we uh we pick up in present day where red robin is oh. consulting with everybody like look I found a recording. We know that he's coming. And this is where we get kind of the the backstory like, hey, he has been infused with the Omega Sanction. He is hurtling towards our time. If he gets here, all of time will unravel. We need to stop him somehow. And they're like, okay, we're going to try it. The page turns. And it always starts with a day. With an ass that looks fucking delicious. With bro. an ass that won't quit. God My damn. God. Fucking making me hungry just thinking about it, bro. Dude, Jesus <laughs> Christ. God damn. You know who knows how to draw on this fucking no. new comic Friday? We fucking talked about Yannick Paquette. You know who knows how to draw beautiful women? Fucking Ryan Sook. That fucking mole on her face, dude. Oh my god. I'm not just women either. I'm having a fucking reaction. (laughs) He knows how to draw beautiful because Bruce is hot as fuck in this issue. Bruce Bruce is is all dark in his ripping. Oh my god. Everyone's so hot in this issue. Oh, it's crazy. So this this woman comes in 
and she says, Providence sent you here. My best friend was murdered. Her name was Martha Wayne. I want you to help me expose her killer. It's simple. All you have to do is wear this. And she unveils that fucking page. Thomas oh Wayne's bat costume. Ugh, that page. She, yep. She's killing yeah. me, dog. 100%. She's killing me, dog. She's a problem. <laughs> she is. She is a problem. She is Major problem. A fucking world-class problem, bro. <laughs> and it doesn't help that she's a redhead. My weakness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the she, she has mad Agent Carter vibes. Yes. This like, is welcome back to fucking Diego. Under the Belt, guest hosted by Eric Azana. Yeah. A podcast within a podcast <laughs> yeah. where I get to thirst over yeah. fucking Haley Atwell Hayley and the potential Atwell. of a redheaded Haley Atwell for the rest of my <laughs> <Yeah>. life. <laughs> Eric, Eric, I'm right there with you. I, I will never let this go. I will never live this down. The allegations will stay forever. <laughs> I fucking... Oh! Can I tell you, the biggest problem that I have with cinema this year is that I'm going to have a Mission Impossible movie that has both <sighs> Rebecca Ferguson and, and Hayley Atwell, yeah, well, yeah. and I'm expected to keep my pants on during this movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... What? Huh? I can't, man. I can't, man. I can't. <laughs> I can't just, fathom that. Oh I can't understand God. it. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> but you know, honestly, who immediately, like, who came to mind, and maybe it's just because she was Marilyn Monroe recently. Oh. Armas? Ana de Armas. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. She's got the mole. It's the mole. That's, maybe it's the mole. Yeah, that's what it's it the old beauty mark. But yeah, so... I love the premise of this issue. Yeah. Batman is now yeah. here to solve the murder of the Wayans. It's a sting. He's here to he's here to fucking it's... spook somebody into into confessing I to know. killing the Wayans. I fucking <laughs> love it so much. It's, so it's funny good. that you love it because it ties into something you did not love from R.I.P., which was the framing of the Wayans. I have no idea what you're talking about, and it explains that. I have loved. We'll this get into it always. <laughs> this has always been the thing this has always been the thing i've loved and so bruce is brought into this by one miss lamar and i fucking mm -hmm. there's something about that last name lamar, lamar. i just yeah, lamar bro hell yeah lamar phil lamar yeah. it's a great That's name it. the green um, lantern and so they're basically like <laughs> Okay, we need to get you clothes that aren't these fucking cowboy clothes. And they hand him this suit, and he goes, I'll look like a gangster. Mm -hmm. And the nurse just goes, your choice, muscles. You can look like a gangster, or you can look like a bare-assed fugitive. Retro's big this year, didn't you hear? And he goes, and I fucking love this panel, because I love, I love the this look. Panel. He just goes, and looking like a chump never went out of style. Give me that. This is when he dips into like full like 1950s yes. uh, Humphrey Bogart mode. And yes. it, this is yes. it's sick. This is when he's like, no, I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> it. Just turns into Perry Mason. We just turned into Perry Mason. He's old school Perry Mason. I fucking love it's it. Sick. It's and so, so cool. he goes outside and sees Miss Lamar being uh, harassed by some ne'er do wells. When do they do well? Ne'er. Thank you. And so <laughs> they pull guns on him. He bodies every single one of them. Bro. And it's like, 
I don't love, I don't. So to preface this, he goes up and he's just like, Hey, I don't think she's uh, interested. And it, and this one gangster goes, that's too bad. I brought lead from my pencil and he pulls I mean, out the gun. Okay. Class Let's talk a about line. That fucking line. That line Class is so a good. line. Cause Bruce is like, she doesn't want to sign any autographs. Come on. The lead for a pencil line is yeah. so good. Fucking really incredible. Good. Honestly, 10 out of 10, like full marks, full comedy points. That's amazing. <laughs> Amazing but line. The follow up, Bruce going, I don't much like Jokers with guns. Uh, Fucking incredible! Amazing. Amazing. Fucking incredible. Hey, so here's a problem I have. How come Morrison doesn't write more books like this? Uh, How come Morrison doesn't right. do more 1950s like crime noir shit? Because they've got would, a great handle on it. I would kill. <laughs> I would kill a man to I... get a Grant Morrison. The question. Gotham City Year Two, written by Grant Morrison Stop. and drawn by Ryan Sook. Stop. Oh, wow. Listeners, that sound is Eric shitting himself. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to be right back. Shitted. I'm going to go. I'm going to be right back. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at that poop accent. waddle. He's poop waddling. Oh, Jesus. He's got oh, to change pants. He's got to change oh, pants. Yeah. Wah, wah. Oh God. This, this, is I, this is why you wear brown pants all the time. And my best exactly. Oswald Cobblepot. All right, I'm back. Um, but speaking of just problem panels the very next page there's a panel where uh it's the second panel down yeah her lighting cigarette i don't don't even like cigarettes don't smoke god damn i would smoke that cigarette how how about this i would smoke that cigarette would you let her like smoke and then blow it in your face and then kiss you bro i'd let her put that cigarette out on me <laughs> bro, <laughs> like, bro. Oh, wow. God. we know the limits of malcolm now of just bro like malcolm BSM has no limits shit. he's like batman <laughs> he has no limits <laughs> and so we see that she is trying to solve the murder of her best friend and she has enlisted bruce to help they are going to uh try and solve this at the same time we get a little bit of backstory for her um her name is marcia marcia lamar she's an actress i'm not gonna i'm not gonna finish it not gonna finish it (laughs) no whatever and so (laughs) but she is uh currently maybe entangled with one john mayhew who wants mm. her to act in his film, The Black Glove. Mm. Fucking love it! So they show up to this mansion. And it's the Wade Mansion. I fucking, I fucking oh love it. I fucking love it. I just it's do. Great. It's great. I just do! And so we see... Uh, we see them get together with uh, Martha's parents, Bruce's grandparents, uh, Betsy and Roddy. Roddy oh, okay. uh, lately had a stroke. And so he is- He's in an iron lung. In an iron lung, thank you. And they are, tr- and Betsy makes it very clear that she never liked that Tommy Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, which makes me just envision Peaky Blinders. <laughs> and the idea of a Peaky Blinders inspired Gotham Year One HBO Max series. With, That's what I want. With Thomas Wayne in that Tommy Shelby role. 
Dr. Thomas by day, bad Tommy at night. I fucking love it. I love so it so cool. much. So cool. And so they get, I believe, the keys to the way. No, right, right, right. So they're at the Van Dern house and they get the keys to the Wayne Manor. And so they go there. They see that this is there's going to be a meeting in the graveyard uh, in this mausoleum that can only be opened, I guess, on an eclipse. And around this time, we are introduced or reintroduced to one Simon Hurt. Yes. As well as a Dr. Carter. A Dr. Carter. A Dr. Carter Nichols. Yes. Keep that name. It's a tool we'll save for later. Yes. And so it's revealed here as well that Simon had a hand in Roderick Kane's uh we'll just say untimely stroke Mm -hmm. at this point uh bruce is at i believe arkham um wait wait we we should talk about what dr hurt wants from carter yes please which is a time box dr carter has been experimenting with time travel and time travel field generators and so he has this thing called a time box which would acquire five gigawatts of power. Gigawatts. Gigawatts. Which is fun. Uh, But a time box. Remember. Remember this. It's all connected. It's all connected. And so Bruce is sitting outside at Arkham. And someone mentions to him, Dude, that's so creepy. And he just like, Bruce just slowly turns and I just see him like, excuse me? <laughs> and it's just this this guy, this feels very Shutter Island and I don't appreciate it. It's very Shutter Island. Very Shutter and that kind Island. of freaks me out because that movie freaked me out. We are duly appointed federal marshals. I still think <laughs> Leo I was born to be a Batman rogue. Initially, I always cast him as Black Mask, but after the impeccable Black Mask that we got from Ewan McGregor. Thank you. Agreed. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he would be. Can I can I can I challenge that? Nah. He shouldn't be a Batman rogue. But he should be a Flash rogue. Oh. He should be Captain Cold. I <sighs> see, I think he's too sophisticated for that. What about Ebon Thawne? I That's the thing. Go that. Change it yeah. up a little bit. Thawne yeah. could be interesting. He's a little. He's a little sophisticated. Yeah. But he doesn't present as sophisticated. He mm-hmm. he wants to present as blue collar. So he's working to be the blue collar crime. Mm-hmm. And that's why he sets up the rules. That's why he sets up the whole like two thousands cold persona. Okay, I could be. I could be convinced. I don't see or, it yet, but I believe him the I could be convinced. He's gotta be the top. It's gotta be the top. I'm I'm literally finishing up uh, John's flash run again this week. I forgot how much I love the top. <laughs> the top rules. <laughs> well, it's because everyone else is the bottom, and he is the top. And he's the top. <laughs> Fucking great. God, is the top is top? awesome. Is that a euphemism for something, or is it no? Just... Okay, he's just he's the right. top. Okay, no, he's All just right. the top. All right. And so we see people start to show up to the manor as 
Miss Lamar and Bruce are going to be playing the roles of Bruce or of Thomas and Martha Wayne to try and scare a confession out of one of these people. Bro, it's so wacky. This is so 1940s cinema. I fucking love it so like, much. It's you have so no idea. wacky. It can totally I be like in black and white it. and everything. Like this I is, would this love is something it. This Francis would Ford Coppola be, would totally direct a movie like this with Jimmy. This Stewart. would be a bogey Lamar picture. Like yes. this is exactly what. It, like this yes. would be bogey Lamar. Imagine Bo- Bogey being that, and then Jimmy Stewart playing like Doctor Hurt or somebody in like. Oh, this. oh, 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 oh now, well, now, well, now, listen here, Mister, yeah. Mister, Mister Bruce Wayne. I, I, I like, I like, I like, I like to be the hole in things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking impeccable. Yeah. Fucking impeccable. <laughs> yeah. So everybody shows up. Um, we see they are in big old cult gear and they're here to summon the spirit of barbatos 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 that's when we get this great fucking full page spread of bruce return of the mac (laughs) once again as as uh bruce shows up in his best thomas wayne cosplay uh he is accosted by the rest of the cult and is betrayed by Marsha. This was all just a plot to get him there because they needed someone to sacrifice. This is like the best 1940s horror movie ever. I fucking love it so much. It's this fucking, is exactly it's fucking Paranormal shit. Activity 3, but in 1940s. Like, it's awesome. So <laughs> it's awesome. So good. This is so fucked up. Like, <laughs> So they're all there. We got Dr. Simon Hurt. We've got uh, Dr. Carter Nichols. Marsha's there, who is only being referred to as Martha. And this is where we get all of the damning Mm -hmm. evidence of Mm -hmm. sex cults and a possible affair between Martha and the butler and all of this stuff. All the stuff that was leaked to the press in Batman R.I.P. to besmirch the Wayne name that hurt fucking leaked. It all comes from this. All comes from this. It was all a setup and Bruce was there the whole time. I mean, Grant Morrison, god damn, you magnificent person. Like, unreal. Truly incredible. This is is like on par of like a very like Stephen uh, Stephen Moffat in his run during uh, Doctor Who. This is yeah. this like this is some Moffat of bullshit. This is first season of eleven bullshit. shit. This is the Pandorica shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is yeah. yeah. This is like this has been here the entire time, and you and you know it's been there, and you're like, oh god damn you, you just. You this whole thing is things. very much the Pandorica opens. Like that's slash, all this really is the uh, the stuff from the Impossible Astronaut. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Which is funny because these are happening like around the same time. Yeah, throw in a little bit. Really interesting. Throw a little bit of like uh, Clara, the like the girl in everywhere and everything like that. That kind of like that's Bruce. That's Bruce. Yeah. And so we see them dump gasoline on his body, and Martha flicks a cigarette to light him ablaze. I love the him being like Marsha, don't do this. Tell them to stop. She's like, save your breath. I'd do anything to never grow old. And it's Martha. And flicks the cigarette flicks at him. The cigarette on so it. So sick. fucking cool. 
so, so they were hoping to sacrifice him to summon Barbatos to give them all their wildest dreams mm-hmm. and immortality. But Bruce breaks free from his restraints, grabs the time box, and disappears. While on fire. Well, While yeah, on literally fire. On, fire. on fire. Oh, man. And so... Bruce Wayne and Batman Begins could never. They could never. <laughs> and so at this point, Carter Nichols is like, I'm out. This got too fucking weird for me. <laughs> I'm leaving. We cut back to the present day where they have excavated the Batman shrine. And as they are heading into the further into the Hall of Justice, all of a sudden there's a proximity alert. And Red Robin shuts everyone off as a time sphere arrives. And in the secluded room with only Tim Drake outsteps the Bat Archivist who had just abandoned our heroes at the vanishing point. Fucking terrifying. So scary. So scary. It's terrifying. So scary. So this brings us to chapter six, the return of Bruce Wayne finale. Dare I say the best of the covers. Because that Batman cover is so good. Pretty sick. Andy Kubert. Uh, 2000s Andy Kubert just really knew how to kill it on Batman. God. So this issue features art by Lee Garbett. Yes. Who uh, we've seen before. Lee yeah. Garbett did uh, 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 The Butler Did It. Yep. The 701 Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we cut back to The Vanishing Point where we see iconography of the batman being cast into some kind of void the pearls the bell the gun when all of a sudden fresh out of almost being burned alive it's bruce wayne he's arrived at the vanishing point and he is in a bad way he's got a real bad sunburn yeah, yeah, he is not He's fine. doing great. He's, He's not fine. doing so great. But the archivists are like, okay, we want to be part of this because we've never been part of a story. We've all we've only ever, you know, archived and read through the stories. We want to be part of the last Batman story. I love that so much. So I love that. That is that's Morrison storytelling. Just so fucking to cool. A peak. That yeah. is exactly their kind of shit. Just Breaking. like, oh, we we never get to be the story. Now we are the story. Breaking the fourth wall and having like the the reader, like the the, the author, be the uh, the yeah. the antithesis and part of the story at this point. It's kind yeah. of yeah, it's, it's kind of the a... same thing that uh, that they did in All Star with uh, yes. Zavaro. Oh, with Zavaro, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Great issue. And yeah. so they place the Bruce also. inside the uh, inside one of the archivist suits and allow him to heal they're basically they say um they're like okay local time oh wait i gotta do the voice local timeline terminates in one hour and so they're so we find out that bruce showed up to the vanishing point an hour before the other heroes did 
So it is then uh, it is then explained. An infestation of hyperfauna has been detected. An apocalyptic underkiller curse machine. It followed you here, but we were able to quarantine it. Station autoimmune resources cannot be indefinitely maintained. So this thing, this terrifying creature, is the a Kraken hunter we've killer. Been seeing is the a Kraken hunter we've killer. been seeing is this hunter killer. Mm-hmm. And it is this terrifying monster that is tracing Bruce's path through time. And once mm-hmm. it gets to the present day, that's the weapon. It's a Terminator. It's a Terminator. <laughs> it's a Terminator. It's a Terminator. And so they're like, we need to figure out like what, you know, what we're going to do about this. And Bruce says, I have an idea, but you need to give me the ability to go back and you need to wipe my memory again, or else this isn't going to work. Real quick, Bruce is wearing his, uh, his UA uh, training <laughs> outfit. <laughs> he would never be able to beat Deku in a one-on-one fight. No fucking way. No fucking way. So Bruce decides, all right, look, I'm going to put this on. We're going to go plus ultra and we're going to continue this mission. But then goes through time and says, Detroit smash! (laughs) (laughs) And once the uh, healing is complete and he is given the archivist suit, that is when our heroes arrive. And we come back to issue two when they first show up at the vanishing point. We then cut over to the inception of Batman, the moment when Bruce was to ring the bell. We then cut to the present day where this Batman, this whatever he has become, is alone in a room with Tim Drake. But not for long, because this fucking ragtag team of Justice Leaguers busts through and they immediately go full on cop mode and say, we're going to shoot and ask questions later. Yeah, uh, don't love Cyborg being the one to be that yeah not a great look not great optics Uh, tell you what is a great look though uh just quick being there. great look uh because that's the superior just a quick costume superior just a quick costume that's it so we cut back to the vanishing point which we have been waiting to come back to what happens to our heroes yes falling into the aegis as the, as the bubble that the archivist generated around them is not ceasing. It has grown, it is unable to be breached, and then it's revealed that this was a time sphere. Bruce built them a path back. He just needed an immediate path for him. And so they are able to escape the big all over and make their way back as... Uh, Terminator Bruce, archivist Bat, uh, rips through this Justice League like he's Doomsday and it's 1992. For real. And finally, Tim unmasks and he's like, I'm not going to hurt you. I need you to explain. And so Bruce finally reveals like what his plan was. Like, I needed to get back here, but I needed to not remember because the hunter killer is chasing me. And then it's revealed 
but the hunter killer is not chasing him. It has infested the archivist suit that he is wearing. Uh-huh. So they need to get it off of him. And That's when our heroes or wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. Yes. That's when our heroes finally return. They try to pull the uh pull the suit off of him, but only Bruce is able to get it off of himself. They then chain this thing, throw it into the time sphere, and send send it back. Send it backwards as it assumes the form of a giant bat. Yes. We get a quick cut yes. to this being what Dick saw way back, which uh-huh. I fucking in, in last week's yeah. yeah. In the cave? Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Right? With the, the whistle screech that he yeah. used, you know, mm-hmm. and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then we see that the sphere is sent all the way back to the beginning of this story as we come back to the cave in prehistoric times the bubble shatters the giant bat leaves the cave and finds itself face to face with with vandal savage and we all know how that went and now we know the rest of the story i fucking love it it's beautiful it's It's poetry it's literally poetry yeah however it's not done yet because Bruce Wayne made it back to the present and time is unraveling. Time is unraveling all around them until Metron arrives and it's revealed that he was the patient in Arkham. Oh, yeah. 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 He was the one that spoke to Bruce. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. I was trying to remember that. I was like, where is what yes the patient in the chair yes in the chair okay okay wow this is also when it's pointed out that that go ahead we get an answer go ahead that dark side is the hole in things dark side is the hole in things dark side is the hole in things oh my god (sighs) The hole in things is the answer for the eternal, the eternal statement of dark side is, and that's fucking perfect. <laughs> oh my god, Graham Morrison, I love you. I love you so much. Oh my god. So we we wrap. That's up good comic booking, right yes. there. Good, that's comic very booking. good comic it's just booking. Just good storytelling, just yeah. in general. It's such good storytelling. So crazy. So we get resolution bruce is able to expunge the omega sanction energy that was in him uh we see that what was in the bat box what's in the box a message oh gotcha Mm -hmm. gotcha the final word that's all it was this whole time i fucking love it and And i love i love bruce's uh internal monologue here yes the it's never over it's not over 250 years ago, the hyper-adapter infected a human host, a pure strain of platonic evil. There's still time to stop it. Talking about Simon Hurt. Yep. Yeah. And then he says, the first truth of Batman it had to be one I don't like to admit. The gunshots left me alone. For years, I was alone in the echoing dark of the well. But something else defined the exact moment Batman was born. The first truth of Batman. The saving grace. I was never alone. 
Oh. I had help. Fucking off. And that's when you see his all his fucking friends around him, surrounding him in this pool, as he rises out of this pool, like he's rising out of the fucking Lazarus. Awesome. So cool. So cool. Awesome. And then immediately in the next page, he's suited back up and he says, the bells are still ringing. I'm not done yet. Not while Gotham City needs Batman. Not until the night's over. Bruce Wayne has returned. Awesome. So awesome. So cool. But so the story awesome. Is not over just no. yet. Because no. we got to talk about Time and the Batman. Batman 700. This is an interesting one because this one came out obviously prior to 701, 702. This was a celebration of sorts, obviously celebrating 700 issues of Batman, but also just a celebration of Grant Morrison's time on the run. Yes. There's four different sequences yesterday uh, with art by Tony Daniel, mm-hmm. today with art by Frank Quitely and Scott Collins, Hello. tomorrow with art by Andy Kubert. And tomorrow with art by David Finch. Yeah. I really, really dig this. Uh, this this is, story is really awesome. And it gets real trippy real quick. Yeah. One impossible, three Batman, one impossible crime. Can you crack the case? So, part one yesterday begins way back in the far-flung time of the silver age oh my god it's so good <laughs> with dick grayson is robin bruce is batman and they are going through this maybe machine a machine that sends you back through time maybe that sends you gives you the ability to alter reality maybe and it has been created by one Carter Nichols. Oh, that okay. name sounds familiar. When I read that, I was like, oh, fuck. Yes. Yes. Of course, this is what ended up happening to him. Yes. And they are being accosted by a murderous row of Batman rogues. Catwoman, the Batman 66 villains. Yes. Uh, yes. Catwoman, like Riddler, Joker, <laughs> alongside Scarecrow, and that's not the fucking Mad Hatter. Yeah, it's the it's the Mad Hatter. I mean, it looks like him, but it's it's the Mad. Yeah, I don't know. He's got a he's got a pedo stash because that's what he because is. that's who he is. <laughs> and so we see that Joker has. I think this is kind of in the middle of one of Joker Joker's metamorphoses. Yeah, because he seems very off here in this where he's trying where he's like midway through going from happy clown to murderous psychopath Mm -hmm. he kind of jumps back and forth in this issue it's very much like um uh the man who laughs very yes. much in this in this, this is the man who laughs though. yeah, yeah. it's yeah. i mean it's again it's 66 it's just says a romero yeah yeah yes and so bruce at that point is surprised or batman it is is surprised to see that the gcpd suddenly show up to help and as they're able to apprehend him they're like 
I, I love this. They're like, this is the biggest pop crime bust says the two-face, clay-face, no-face, false-face team. That's so funny to me. I Every fucking time. love that. That's so funny. And, and Jim's like, O'Hara, please have some fucking decorum. He says, <laughs> it was Professor Nichols here who called in the tip-off. And Bruce says, strange. After I escaped, I planned to undergo the process one more time, go back an hour and somehow alert the police. It sounds like someone else makes that call. Professor, you sure you're okay? You're shaking. And he says, you know, I could never allow you to endure another session, Batman. I'll, I'll set things straight after you've gone. Interesting. Mm, can you solve the case? So they drive off into the night and we cut to today where I just, oh. I fucking love quietly drawing Batman and Robin. I just, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. But today we get to find a locked room murder. One of my favorite pieces of detective noir fiction. Yeah. The victim Professor Carter Nichols. Shot in the heart, no sign of the weapon, a smile on his face, and this on the chair beside him. And it's the helmet of the maybe machine. Again, locked room, no struggle, but it's odd. So Batman and Robin go out for the night, and we find out that this is the anniversary of the Wayne deaths. They go to Crime Alley, they drop down the wreath, and then they go to work. And they fight mutants! Mutants! Dark Knight Returns Mutants! Mutants! Mm-hmm. I fucking love it! Mm-hmm. Billy don't shiv. Billy don't shiv. And Come so... over me, Batman. I'll make you bleed. Look at my hard nipples. I eat your heart. <laughs> That's right. I eat your heart. And so we find out that there is a villain auction going on. And this is when the art switches. And I still fucking love the art here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Scott Collins is incredible. Scott Collins rules. And so they're able to crash the um, crash the villain auction. And (laughs) but it's not El Sombrero. It's not not the El Sombrero. He's wearing a sombrero. Yeah. And so we cut to afterwards. Uh, they're trying. They're discussing the locked room. And Dick says, "You know, think about it. An amateur time traveler, older than he should be, on medication, dead in a closed room with a portable laser bore hole in his chest. A couple of bucks says it was suicide. So it's mentioned during this point that the body of Doctor Nichols was about twenty years older than it should have been." Mm-hmm. Yeah. and so the mystery continues and i love damien's just like how am i supposed to follow your insane your insane leaps of illogic and dick just goes exactly maybe when you do you'll be good enough to be batman trust me it'll all make sense one day and they jump off into the night i fucking love it i love so the two good. of them together mm-hmm. we then so cut cool. to tomorrow where we see Damian Wayne as Batman. Apparently there was a chemical bomb that went off of Joker Venom that is eating people alive. 
and, and formed his face into the sky apparently like it like the fucking like the death smark and stuff yeah no this is the joker coming through the clouds and saying remember who <laughs> you are <laughs> And so Damien is trying to track down the uh, trying to track down and synthesize an antidote to all this. And he realizes that there could really be only one person who is profiting off of this. And that is Two Face Two. The sequel. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Full face. Two face two. To face harder face harder and so i just i'm also really unsettled by this two-face yeah i don't like it i don't like looking at it yeah he's got a little quado he's, yeah. he's uh, like yeah. fucking what's his name in uh in yeah. in total recall he's got a little quado coming yeah, out of his yeah, face yeah he's like yeah, yeah. And he's got a little joker baby yeah. which is also unsettling yeah joker. i don't like it but we yeah. see that he has a prisoner and that prisoner is Dr. Carter Nichols. Batman arrives, is able to apprehend and defeat Two-Face 2, when all of a sudden, who shows up but a younger Carter Nichols, younger by about 15 years. And we find out that he was the one that killed the Carter Nichols that we saw in the previous story, in the present day and sent his body back because he is determined to continue to keep the loop closed and to settle things for Batman. It's then revealed that this Joker baby is the son of Mary and Warren McGinnis. And this baby was rescued by Damien. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's all? I what? Yeah. We then cut to And Tomorrow featuring Batman Beyond in the middle of his patrol being overseen by Old Man Wayne. But not Old Man Bruce Wayne. It's Old Man Damien Wayne. Which makes all the fucking sense in the world. Yeah. You can see. You can see see in the panel of like where Damien's watching the the, the news screen. It's fucking the return return of the Joker. Joker. Yeah. It's happening. It is. That's what's happening over there. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. The the, the whole like backstory of him now is just is just more so fucking cool it's so cool it's so cool fucking gmo teases of ad 3000 with batman and robin as mad max freedom fighters fighting against the robot police the terminators basically we get ad 3050 a futuristic batman fighting crime and Doing what he does. We then Bruce get Miguel to, O'Hara. <laughs> yeah. 80, 85, yeah. 298, closer and closer to Batman 1 million. As we see Batman never 
dies. No matter, no matter when, no matter where, no matter how dark, you light the signal and he'll be there. And we cut to now. Not the now of the beginning of Return of Bruce Wayne. Not the now of part two of the Return of Bruce Wayne. Not the now of part three of the Return of Bruce Wayne. Not the now of part four of the return of Bruce Wayne. Not the now of part five of the return of Bruce Wayne. Not the now of part six of the return of Bruce Wayne. Not the now of the past. Not the now of tomorrow. Not the now of the end tomorrow. Not the now of AD 3000. Not the now of AD 3050. Not the now of AD 85. 298 the right now of right <laughs> now as batman and robin sail off to protect gotham now and always and that concludes <laughs> this week's volume <laughs> who fucking wins now malcolm <laughs> Dark side is the whole in thing. <laughs> and now I am Malcolm's personal whole in thing. <laughs> but that does it for this volume. This was fucking batshit insane, but in yeah. the best way. Um, gentlemen, your thoughts, your final thoughts on this volume and what was your favorite part? I'm going to go to Malcolm first. It rules. <laughs> it just it rules. It's so silly and so comic booky, and it's something you can only do in comic books. Which, as we know, that's my favorite thing about GMO stuff. It doesn't translate anywhere else. So true. You gotta do it in comics. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, favorite part. Uh, I love the last issue of Return of Bruce Wayne. I think that is such a perfectly constructed like. I mean, not conclusion, but because it's not the conclusion of everything here, but it's such yeah. a great wrap up for a lot of the plot threads uh, to usher us into a new beginning. Uh, as mentioned last week, Return of Bruce Wayne was coming out at the same time as Batman and Robin issues like 10 through 16. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, we'll see next week how that affects things, but uh it, it, it man what a great time that was to be alive and reading comics man let me tell you <laughs> it's so good yeah i i love that last issue of return of bruce wayne i think it's so stellar it's so well done hell yeah jacob um i don't know how many references i can make here but like this was like the ultimate like bat quantum leap through time and space that i need uh such great silver age-ness and, and involving this this um amazing journey with bruce wayne returning um i can't i can't um think of any more fun stuff other than the fact that um i still don't like westerns but i will gladly say that part four is my favorite part of this entire like experience <laughs> because i fucking love jonah hex and Hell i love yeah. 
I love a Confederate soldier being a hitman in this new world and going after Batman, who is essentially the Lone Ranger. Hell That's yeah. all I need in terms of my Pulp Fictionness. Um, close second was that the the noir of Batman because I was just like, this is good, like like Bocart like kind of mystery that I it's, need. It's and noir. It's so good. I just wish I just I think my only downside of this was just like I said, where like I wish there was more time periods of of Batman in history. Like I would have loved if he was in medieval times and how and somehow inspired uh, Knight and Squire. The, 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 the ancestors of that is something yeah. like that. That, that crossed cool. my mind. Another yeah. one was just like um, God, what was another one? Uh it was it was probably like in France as well. I thought that would have been funny if, if he was like a Napoleon or something like that. It was a lot of Doctor Who-ness, basically. I wanted to see more <laughs> yeah. of in terms of Batman being in time and space. Like Fair. you could have gone, this could, yeah, this could have been like a year-long event. Like this, the, you could have like That's, make him pop yes. up in so many places, so yes. many times, meet so many characters from different moments. It would have been, I would have loved them. Oh yeah. The other thing was him meeting Kumandi, the last human boy on earth yeah. would have been really fun too. Just like him and he's just yeah. in the future and he just went too far that that would have been really kind of fun to see. Um, yeah. Uh, this, this rocks. This is actually my favorite um, volume that we've read in terms of rock, Batman really uh, Morrison. this is my favorite thing hell this, yeah this, this That's is awesome. this is if you kill off a character and 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 your bullshit excuse is to throw him back in time and make his way back and find his way back to the present time it's like well how's it going to do that this is the best way to do it this is honestly hell um, yeah I, I will conclude <laughs> by saying like the the less complicated version of this story is the question the deaths of Big Sage by Jeff Lemire? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, Fair enough. That, yes, yeah. that is a less complex, less continuity-driven version of this. Yeah. True. Yeah, I'm. I'm with both of you. This was a ton of fun. Uh, like I said, I I really enjoyed the bullshit, wacky, nonsensical, just incredible storytelling that was on display here. Morrison went full Morrison. <laughs> It's so it's, awesome. It's so dumb, it's but it's so, so good. So and good. I love it. It's really, really cool. Um, yeah, I I just there's so much. There's so much good in this. The art, the rotating artists, um, the time travel. You know, I'm a sucker for time travel. Um, my new favorite paralysis demon. Um, my favorite part is obviously issue five. I love everything about that issue. It's yeah, so fucking good. Yeah, um, yeah, this was a great and it felt it felt like an event. It felt like big time. Like this is a big deal that Bruce is back. And I love that it became a kind of, OK, but do we want him back? Not just yeah. in the meta way, but in the narrative as well, turning him into that weapon, into that bomb. Yeah. So how fascinating. Yeah, like, it's so like, cool. And then you like, get to think of that that is such a dark side thing to yeah. do as well is the fact that it's like well as a backup plan i'm gonna turn you into the bomb that like, yep. would so much kill me you know yeah. it's just yeah it, beautiful and then issue 700 just being the celebration of batman in every era is just really really cool i yeah. did a lot that is very fun so that does it for this volume but before we get into next week's volume uh we got some emails to read which means malcolm what time is it? 
Upon our inquiry through time, we have arrived upon a point of receiving mail. It is the mail time. Holy fuck! Holy <laughs> fuck! That is terrifying! Oh my god, Malcolm, what's happening to you? Your face is re is like rearranging itself into something. The whole of things is now present. The ages of time has now collapsed. The end of time will commence in 10 minutes, 15 seconds. Jesus. Okay, so we we don't have a whole lot of time. So let's get into these uh <laughs> let's get into these these emails. If you would like to be part of the Geek Explained Book Club mailbags, please send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put back club mailbag in the subject header and we will read it here on the show. Our first email comes from one Andrew Lewis. Uh Hello, thanks for Andrew. writing, Andrew. Uh he writes, Hey y'all. I love the book club. I've mentioned it on Twitter, but just to reiterate, I've binged every Ultimate Spider-Man episode and I'm caught up on the GMO Batman apps and I am on volume 12 of the Invincible episodes. Hey, yo. Yes. This is dedication. Good. Uh, he writes, the three of you together are an unstoppable force. I stumbled upon the greatest podcast slash book club in the multiverse. I couldn't be happier. <laughs> it's been years since I read The Return of Bruce Wayne in single issues as it was released. I remember most of it. Then Batman Incorporated, which was sick, before the New 52 reboot. I was sad when Bruce came back. I hadn't had so much fun with the Batman comic since No Man's Land, and I just really liked the Dick and Damien dynamic duo. But Batman is my favorite, so what else? I don't have any questions for you, but I just wanted to say hi, and y'all are super awesome and amazing. Also, in 1998, when I was 15, I wrote a song about Stephanie Brown and Tim Drake. I was in a pop punk band called Superdog. It's extremely sick. Can't wait for the new episodes and whatever comes next. Love, Andrew Lewis. Andrew also attached a recording of that Stephanie Brown song. Uh, I showed it to my co-hosts before we got on mic, and it Andrew, rips. it rips. It rips yeah. so hard. Like, it bangs, bro. <laughs> only, it's so fucking good. Only regret, so is awesome. not, only regret is not able to hear this live. That's, yeah, that's, for that's real. the thing. For real. Yeah. It rips. It's, it's so good. It's so good. It's we we really really dug that so thank Love you for sharing that. that with us had a great yeah. time with it for sure and thanks for writing in and thanks for checking yeah. us out and please yeah. please whenever you, you like get a chance. us you really like us yeah <laughs> if you do have a question please don't be afraid we really appreciate you yeah yes seriously uh someone who i know isn't afraid to write into us is good brother jacob goodhart hey what's hey, up always good great to hear from good brother jacob <laughs> Speaking of 1998, so we're so old. Yeah, only 90s kids will get that reference. (laughs) He writes, "She's there with us." He knows. He explained book club. Full disclosure: I accidentally read the next volume of Batman and Robin, thinking that was next, before learning that this story was next in the lineup. That is totally my fault, and it's what I get for not listening until the very end of the last episode. I still don't get how Omega Beam sent Batman back in time, but then again, a bullet did the same to Captain America, which makes even less sense. So I can't really complain spot on that doesn't make sense that makes sense shut up uh he writes thanks thanks so much for your recommendations for indie books last week i actually started reading the black sad series and after i get through this hard boil 
spoiled noir story, I'll probably look at The Good Asian that Eric recommended. And Malcolm, I'm afraid I wasn't a huge Power Rangers fan growing up, but I have heard nothing but good things about the comic. I did, however, read IDW's TMNT comics, which are dope as hell. They cross over with the Ghostbusters, and it's like my inner child came out for a brief few issues. Also, my boy Donatello gets some respect on his name. Yes. Um, you should One read. One of the best crossovers. <laughs> you should read the you TMNT Power Rangers crossovers. Yes. Yeah. yes. Super good. Yes. Um, he writes, I, yes. I was also surprised to get a copy of Miracle Man at a local movie and game store, something I was completely surprised by. Another mm. thing that surprised me this week was the new trailer for Across the Spider-Verse this week, which basically gave me everything I've wanted with Mayday and Ben being alive and well. Fucking love that trailer. Yeah. Uh, I also really liked seeing Miguel again. Spidey 2099 is possibly my favorite legacy character for Spider-Man alongside Miles and Mayday herself. Honestly, I could see him possibly be a contender for the book club, since Peter David has written pretty much everything containing Miggy to my knowledge. It's hard to find runs with creators on board for long periods of time. For my question this week, we see the lengths that Bruce went to in order to come back to life. Something I think that we can all agree with is that unfortunately in comics, death doesn't really matter anymore. There was a time when there were three untouchable people you couldn't bring back. Bucky, Gwen Stacy, and Jason Todd. And today, all three have returned in some form or another. I might be in the minority on this, but I've always been of the mind that Jason should have stayed dead. His death had such an impact on the whole comic book world for decades, but him coming back to life just lessens that to basically non-existent now. And I'm the flip si- and on the flip side, since death doesn't matter anymore, no one really cares when a character dies because they'll just come back. Doctor Strange is the latest example of this, but the, sa- the same mm-hmm. could be said for a number of characters. I mean, I do understand some. The people who died in Heroes in Crisis, for example, is just dumb, and I'm glad that it's been retroactively retconned that it wasn't Wally's fault. So my question is, when should death matter in a comic? Thanks for your time, Jacob Goodhart. Jacob brought up a lot of good points. Death is kind of this eerie construct in comics that the death of superman ironically broke um death is not permanent in comics which is both comforting and also a little annoying when it comes to storytelling i definitely think that steven just should have stayed dead if not forever then for a lot longer than he was especially since he became the second protagonist of the series that he wasn't even the star of for the back half of it. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that when a death, when a death is personally affecting to a character, when a death, when the, when turning a death back, when undoing a death would undo a character's development, I think is when it, is usually used to the better like there's a reason that yes uncle ben has popped up in other things but uncle ben is not back because that would undo spider-man uncle ben and the waynes are not back the waynes are not back because that there is some fashion of seeing them and that works because then you could still haunt your characters Mm -hmm. but it's always either in flashback or alternate universe yes and uh, you can still get a great effect without actually bringing those characters back and completely invalidating what makes those characters yes i would say also to a lesser extent gwen stacy um the spider gwen of it all definitely makes it muddled but i mean one of my favorite if not maybe my favorite spider-man story spider-man blue which does show the effect of gwen Uh stacy's death Mm -hmm. um also for a very long time until it was later on uh 
undone you know you mentioned or someone mentioned recently uh barry allen yeah his death pushing wally forward into what he got to do um was important and i feel like was necessary for that character for the next step that he would take that was i think the last really good impactful death in comics Mm -hmm. was the death of barry allen because that's 20 something years yeah that he's completely out of the picture and i mean granted you know you have stories like the return of barry allen or you know uh these shows up every now and then for like a second because top tier flash because you know time travel things but like that character is effectively dead um and that that means something and that yeah i i think that's the last time that death actually really mattered yeah uh that said i still think that death does matter it's we we on the outside of the comics world understand like right these characters are ip and so the companies are going to bring these characters back they're not going to sunset these characters right but i think it still works for the impact of the characters in the stories to be like i don't listen sure i know that like superman came back but like oliver queen was just a regular guy yeah. you know like the, the, yeah. who knows if he would come back like that doesn't seem real so we have to learn how to move on past that yeah. and then when he comes back then you have to learn how to move on fit with him that back in. Yeah. how to fit him back in and i think they, there's interesting that, stuff that there. death of green arrow was handled i think really really well i think the death of green arrow and the return of green arrow i think yeah. there's a Agreed. lot of real conflict there with the return of green arrow and people not understanding like how to kind of process that being happy to see him right. but like read quick it Kevin Smith's fucking magnum opus is his Green Arrow run. Like it, it is the <laughs> best thing that I think he's ever done. It's so good. Um, what about you, Jacob? Um, I would have loved. This is just me, but um, from what we read from like um the Days of Thunder with uh, Susan Foster having cancer and Jane and, Foster, Jane. Jane Foster. I'm sorry, Susan Foster. Why Susan? Why Susan? I you don't know. Susan Foster? I think I think Susan Foster is a, I think it's like a, an American Idol like uh, person that like was saying it's the isn't that the no, that was, woman? that was Susan Boyle. Oh Boyle. Oh well, see, I'm I'm mixing. I don't know where you're getting. Got talent. I don't know where. I don't know where I you're know. getting Susan from. I don't know. Either way, either either way, way. Uh, Jane, I thought Jane should have died. I really thought it would have been more permanent and more, uh, Mm. more, more engaging into the story in the sense of she, she died when she did. uh, And and instead, and was never brought back for, for a good amount of time, like for just because of like, well, I know, but, but for me, I think it would have been nice to like actually have her gone because uh, in terms of removing a character um, for me, uh, that makes me emotional into it is like by these heroes uh, being defeated in more humane uh, defeats. Like this fact that, you know, mm-hmm. Jane would, had cancer and that every time that she would use the magic of Thor, it would, uh, it would cancel out the chemo that she's been like working on yeah. every day. Yeah. I thought, I thought what a great way to end of character is just, I like the, the cancer does take her. It, because it's such it's a the Captain Marvel thing. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is 100%. very much the Captain Marvel thing because that yeah. that 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 which in that actually that is, I mean that's been forty yeah, plus that's years. True yes. has not he been has returned. Dead. He yeah. has not really returned. Exactly. Yeah. So that so when so, you do something humane and true. very like connective yeah. of like and and, and 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 it's done that way. I I I like the time 
to miss this character. That's, yeah. that's kind of what that's, we, we all yeah. we all agree that's is, the that, is that it we want time. the time. That's that, like, the problem. Yeah, that's the time. Is we that can't miss you if you're not gone. Exactly. Yeah. You can't be like, and even five years is just enough for you to just be like, oh yeah, that's right. This character's been gone for that long, and it's yeah. been yeah. really. It's like it was only yesterday that he died or so. But like you know, you got to give it. Give it the time, like Captain Marvel. I couldn't. I when you mentioned forty years, yeah. I was like, really? Has it been? Yeah, Marvel. Yeah, because that was gone. seventy. That was what seventy, like eight, some yes. shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah that's that's a long time a ago. Long time and that's something ago. that was really, I think, a benefit to the Ultimate Universe is that when people died, they stayed dead. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, for the most and, part. Except Peter Parker. Yeah, and, yeah. Except Peter Parker and Norman Osborn. Yeah. But <laughs> but and I and I do want to shout recently because he he mentioned it in the uh in the email the death of dr strange i thought was a really great story i love that story and i think it's super interesting and how they handled is really great how they handled i just the wish that he was lead up. gone yeah how they handled yeah. the lead up the event the aftermath i wish he was gone for a he long time he was never gone yeah we didn't get to miss him yeah and it's instead i immediately fell in love with clea yeah who yeah. i think is really interesting and is a really interesting like uh, I mean, it's weird to say bad guy version of Doctor Strange, but like a really interesting she's parallel on Doctor Strange. Yeah. She, mm. she, Jason Todd taking over as Batman. She's exactly yes. what you wanted in 2009. No, she's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that that's that's our view. That's our views on death in comics. Yeah. Um, next up, we got an email from Adam Stringfellow. Stringfellow. Oh, always good to hear from Adam. He writes, what up, what up, Caped Enforcers? Hope y'all are doing well this week and hope y'all have an awesome Easter weekend coming up. As far as my yeah. mental health going from what y'all asked last week, uh, it's you. all right, I guess. So I decided to extend my contract for one more year in the Air Force. I know I'm not a fan of it either, but in the long run, it's the right call as it'll give me a year's time to look for a DOD job on the outside with Homeland Security, build up wow. my finances, and be able to plan with Michael as I'll be moving back to the UK with him next year. That's yeah. awesome! Hey. Either working for Homeland Security there or getting my feet wet as a contractor at one of the UK-USAF bases. So all in all, I'm doing okay. Just taking things one day at a time and trying to keep busy, you know? Yeah. I am I'm right there with you, man. Uh, he writes for my question this week. I wanted to ask the three of y'all this. What are some Batman events and comics through the years that you would love to see adapted into an animated film? For me, I have three that I would love to see animated. Batman No Man's Land, Batman yep. Nightfall, and Batman yep. War Games. Yep. No Man's Land is, in my opinion, probably the greatest concept for a Batman story ever made. I would yep. love to see an animated two-part series adapt the novelization of that event, as I think that the story far better than the comics did. Nightfall would be a great way to show just how menacing and calculating Bane could be, more so than Dark Knight Rises did. And War Games would be great to see as a commentary slash critique on police brutality and militarization of police forces in cities and neighborhoods across America. And this is fucking galaxy brain. And it would even be better if this would be Jace Fox's animated debut as Batman. Fuck. can't wait to hear y'all's thoughts and opinions on this and i'll talk to y'all soon same bat time same bat channel all the best and much more fuck. adam that oh, is a cool fuck. fucking idea that's a great war games cool idea. introducing yeah, jace fox as batman yeah fuck. that's pretty good be incredible so would um, that be like replacing onyx then i think so yeah be like Ooh. jace yeah 
and then he becomes Batman at the I end. Wouldn't that would be fucking I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. That's like a real fucking cool idea. That would be really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. So, do you guys have any any thoughts? Jacob almost jumped out of his chair when I started. Yeah, reading this Jacob, question. what were you? What were you gonna say? Guys, it's got to be Batman Fugitive. Like, I need ah, fuck yeah, yeah. Shit. Fugitive Guys, and Murderer. Fuck yeah. yeah, Bruce Wayne Murderer. Like, that yeah. would be so fuck cool. Yeah. Like, that would be great. Between that, I also thought of Nightfall because of like same. Like, I love, I love Nightfall. I think Nightfall that could very easily there. be a two parter as well. Very yeah. much so. Obviously, yeah. you could do this just full on three parts because yeah. I used to yeah. break it up into three giant trades. Yeah. Like, do the three parts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Night Fall, Night Quest, Night's End. It would be yeah. the first yeah. animated one that's that's actually done in three parts because that was, all the other ones yeah, have been done in two parts. Keep doing them right? in two. Yeah. yeah. So that would be really sweet. It would be really great. But I, for me, I, I love a two-parter of like, bat. Uh, well, you could even like just make the first movie just Batman murderer. Or, uh, it's Bruce Wayne murderer. And then the second yeah. movie just be uh, Bruce Wayne fugitive. Bruce Wayne and fugitive. Just, just, go, yeah. just condense all. The, that the works kind of perfectly. The three volumes are pretty short enough for you to just do that all in one film, honestly. Yeah. So it'd just be really yeah. fun. Yeah. You could cut like there's a lot of like fat that you can just trim and just make it streamline that. It's just perfect. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Wayne. It would be really fun just to have like a Batman title that doesn't have the word Batman in it. It just like it's just yeah. Bruce Wayne murderer. It's just like that. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. That's a good shout. Malcolm? Yeah. Um, so uh, No Man's Land was the first thought for me because I love No Man's Land. I feel um, like that's got to be like a series. That's got like to be a series. lot. That's got to be a lot. Like at least um, eight episodes. Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> a couple that I would love to see. Uh, we talked about a little bit last week. The Tower. Yeah. Um, the more recent that detective, detective comic story. Yeah. Another Batman story without Batman. Uh, but I think that would be super would fun. I'd love to see that. Uh, I think that would be really fun. It's a Batman story without uh, without Batman. It's just all the all the sidekicks, uh, yeah. which is really super cool. Um, another fun one like that would be like Batman and Robin Eternal. Uh, would yeah. be pretty oh, okay. neat to see Definitely. like that. Yeah. Uh, Okay, I'm going to say something that I know it's not going to seem like it's me talking. I promise you it is. And I hate to say this. I think Endgame would be pretty sick as an animated feature. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I think Eric is I think Batman Endgame is the is like I, I think I think genuinely it's genuinely you could Yes, yes, yes. I think you could I think you could do that. Stretch it, yeah, into like that. But the reason that I think it's interesting is because then you could make it a two parter and we could get super heavy. Yeah. That's that's the thing. That's the thing. I would fucking Um, love that. I knew that there was two answers that you were gonna say. I thought super heavy was one and zero year was the other. So Those two would, those two would absolutely be be incredible (laughs) picks, but they're actually not the two that I was going to pick. But those two would unequivocally be incredible. If you say say under the red hood, I'm going to slap you. (laughs) Under the hood. Um, You're like, I I think, I think uh, long Halloween would be pretty good. Oh my God. Batman year one would be pretty good. Dark Knight Returns would be a really good one. I think it would probably be pretty good as a two-parter, Dark Knight Returns. (laughs) 
uh, which it was. Which it was. But the first part was way better than the second part. Um, Peter Weller. Hell yeah. Personally, the two that I would be super interested to see, uh, Batman White Knight. Oh, I think would be really God. cool. All the White Knight shit would be all the White Knight shit would be incredible. Oh, oh, fuck. Be really We'd get a good Duke Thomas finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other one, fuck. obviously, because it's my favorite Batman story of all time, the Black Mirror. I Black. knew it. I knew you were yeah. gonna fucking say that. Yeah. yeah. Well, imagine <laughs> it's though. Yeah. Uh, the Black Mirror in Jock style. I kind of want like uh like Brian Cranston reprise his like um jim gordon for that that would know? be dope as fuck because that kind of was what i heard i would when be I super read that. into that yeah i thought of another one by the way uh how about batman containment or uh, oh, contagion contagion, contagion. Yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. contagion it's, would be that would be it, great. in this post-covid world like that was like, yeah I, that got me through covid and so like it was really kind of fun to read that and then read the novelization of batman no man's land and yeah. just yeah. have all this history this lore back reading that it was like right. okay it's telling like, you, they just that, don't make events like that anymore. No, My God, true. God uh, damn! It's true. Except for tower. They don't the tower is the fucking closest. You know what they <laughs> don't make of anymore that I would love to see? We already mentioned Kevin Smith, Batman Cacophony. Fuck yes. Yeah, uh, let's yes. do it. Do Cacophony let's and then widening do gyre, and then the fuck widening gyre yes. and finish fuck it. Yes. Gyre. Jacob, I swear to God, you gotta read Widening Gyre. Oh I swear God. to fucking God, you gotta fucking read this thing. You gotta fucking read it. I'm, you, I'm, you have to read it just so that I can find out how you feel about it, because it's very important to me how you feel about. Both Jacob, of those you Batman have to stories. read both of them. <laughs> you this, love Silver Saint Cloud. You Ke- have to read them. Oh, this is Kevin Smith. Is that what yeah, this is? Okay. Yeah. Too many series that Kevin Smith oh, okay. did with uh, Walt Flanagan as artist. Oh, uh, okay. the second one looks a lot better than the first because Wolf oh, so true, is not good in the first, but um, it looks pretty good in the second. He looks uh, in the second book. It looks like Brian Boland. Oh, like it looks um, a lot like because Brian this is a Stringfellow joint. He did write a PS where he writes hot take of the week. <laughs> Dick and Barbara are endgame. Shut up, Eric. They are. They are mm. not. Mm, he writes mm. but i'm willing to have the headcanon that in the not so distant future dick and Corey do end up having a daughter together without dick's knowledge and Corey names her mari after dick's mother however Corey is unable to raise her properly because she has to reclaim the throne on tamaran so she leaves mari in the care of dick and barbara gordon grayson along with her two-year-old son james wayne grayson how's that sound is a compromise mm, about it i'm about that that's cool. Adam, it's a great idea. <laughs> I will not compromise on this. I will <laughs> not give any quarter. I will not give room on the mountaintop. Dick Corey forever. Dick and Barbara. Dick that is where my allegiance lies. But it is a really good idea, and I think that would be a really cool Elseworlds story to explore. Yeah, I'd be sick. Um, we did get a dick and cory daughter in kingdom come yep so i want to learn more oh, about yeah. that that would yeah, be really cool very I true, like that. Yeah. and our final email got just under the wire just just got in mm, to nice. the uh the the deadline uh this comes from dylan hall hi dylan hi dylan hall i who i believe is uh is writing in for the first time he writes hello no, he's not writing. 
in for the first time because he says hello again. Oh. Uh, Dylan <laughs> writes, hello again, Bat Club. I hope I'm not too late in sending this one, but I finished my reread of Return of Bruce Wayne and it inspired me to reread Dark Knight's Metal and then reread Dark Knight Dark City for the first time. And I gotta say, it blows my mind how these all can sit together without contradicting each other for the most part. I appreciated your responses. That's right. He wrote last week. He said, I appreciated your responses last week and have read most of your Jason recommendations. I had already read the urban legend story. So fucking good. And so love Jason good. and his little sidekick blue hood who needs to show up again. Totally agree. Yeah. God, I was Zdarsky a red hood book. Do Please. it. I was already biased because I really dug Zdarsky's work on daredevil, but I think he may have a future in writing comics about bat people. I'm curious yeah. about what you guys thought of Jason's next chapter, Task Force Z. Personally, I loved it. I thought the whole series was a wild concept, and I love Jason's growth and relationship with fellow dead Robin Stephanie. Keep up the great work. I have not read Task Force Z. I wanted to wait until yeah. it was collected, and I i guess I can spoil this. I'm planning on covering it for uh, Geektober this year. So yeah! that'll be at least one of the weeks. So look forward to that. But I love the concept. I love the concept of Task Force Z. I think it's really fun, and I'm excited to read it eventually. Okay. Well, cool. So I have not read Task Force Z yet. Uh, I read the first like <laughs> issue or two, and that was about it. Um, but uh, same. I was waiting for it to all to be done and all be collected. But I so, like Rosenberg. So yeah, Rosenberg's great. So Dylan did a really nice thing where he wrote out the rest of his email and then also gave us a TLDR. Nice. Just nice. in case we're running low on time. I appreciate nice. that. I Dylan, appreciate that. Thank you, Dylan. Dylan Mensch. Dylan? Dylan? Thank Dylan. you. Yes. Thank you. I also would like to say that I did not read Task Force C. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, maybe I know that's a big maybe surprise. All, maybe all three of us will read it for for Geektober, and maybe that'll be a, a Wednesday show. Hey, oh, main feed, Jacob. Look at all look, look, look at you go. Look at you getting the the main roster call up. Um, but I'm going to read your email in full, Dylan, because I think you've earned that. Uh, he writes, my first experience with the return of Bruce Wayne was a, as a random pull off the shelf of a library because I recognized Morrison's name from All-Star, the book that convinced me Superman could be good. Sorry, Man of Steel. Needless to say, I was very confused by my lack of context from previous arcs in Gmo's run, but I had a fun time. Having caught back up, it's genius. How it continues the threads from earlier in the run, the timey-wimey poetry of how everything's set up in the first issue comes full round shape by the last issue excellent what? dylan Ex what? excellent dylan round he said full round shape yeah, he writes uh, very so tight storytelling wonderful art let's talk <laughs> barbatos morrison ties the giant bat at the beginning to the one of dark knight dark city via the hyper adapter but nowadays you can't look at a wiki without someone connecting these events to metal which kind of undoes the mystical slash sci-fi nature of was there a demon or was it timey-wimey bullshit yes or does it I read Metal before I really knew anything about Morrison's Batman, so I assumed Barbados was just an original character. I did not understand some of the reaction to Metal as Diet Morrison doing their ideas worse. My only complaint at the time was the ending felt very Friendship is Magic, and it just set up another series. I was new to comics. I didn't realize that was the point of events. Uh, the end of Metal is very Friendship is Magic, which is hilarious. Yes. The end of uh, both friendship. of them is... Yes. Like the first one is definitely friendship is magic. And the second one is like, oh, the Wonder power Woman was inside you all along. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, 
You write my collection a whole of super uh, super friends episode basically yes. at the end. He writes my collection of metal I read this time around also included Batman Lost, which made me realize everyone posting about Barbados on these wikis was wrong. The bit bad of metal is pretending to be the real Barbados as part of a way to break Batman more. Snyder even says in the book that this Barbados's true identity is the Dragon of the Forge, and his plan did not start till the events of Return of Bruce Wayne. Barfakos, nice, just realized that Batman could be his ticket out of the dark multiverse, considering he was able to almost break time without even trying. Thanks for taking the time to read this. Even if it, this can't make the podcast, it did. I hope it means metal maybe, just maybe, can steal back its place in your crisis rankings. <laughs> Malcolm is given a hard thumbs down. I will say, like I said, I loved that first metal. I actually really dug it. And that recontextualization of it of the you know the dragon of the forge being like oh this barbados shit i can get on this <laughs> and that being like the the idea behind his appearance in that i i dig that shit a lot and if that's what it is it definitely makes that even an even better story in my mind um after this i still think that final crisis has to retain its spot above metal um but everything's in flux everything's constantly in flux so who knows where it could be but uh that does it once again if you want to be part of the geek explained book club mailbag send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com put bat club in the subject header and we will read it here on the friday show thank you to everyone who wrote in this week again i mentioned it at the top we love hearing from you we love you. Even we if you don't you. want it read, or even if it's something, like I said, calling us out, rightfully so, for rightfully something, so. we want to hear from you. We love exactly. hearing from you. It lifts us up. I was so fucking excited to show them Andrew's Stephanie Brown song. Oh, um, man. It's just the coolest thing. And it's I love that we are thing. bringing that out of people. And that Hell yeah. we're having them... Show down memory lane of sorts yeah. to, uh, yeah. to join up with us. So we yeah. love that you're on this journey with us and we hope that you stick with us for a very long time. But that does wrap this up. Next week, we are winding the clock backwards. Back to Dick Grayson and Damian Wayne. If I could turn back time, <laughs> I will find a way. Perfect. Um, I fucking, I'm really excited because we get to find out what the fuck is going on with the Joker. Oh my um, God. This is going to be Batman and Robin must die. This is going to be issues 13 through 16, as well as Batman, the return number one. Yes. I'm really oh, fucking wow. excited about this. Synopsis goes like this. On the eve of Bruce Wayne's return to Gotham City, the new Batman and Robin team that battled crime during his absence must deal with the deadly return of the Joker. Then, Grant Morrison connects Batman and Robin with the best-selling return of Bruce Wayne for the climactic showdown between Batman and the Black Glove. And... Uh, in an epic tale illustrated by acclaimed artist David Finch, learn what happens to Dick Grayson after the quote-unquote real Batman returns. Oh, I'm so fucking excited. This is going to be great. Oh, We're going to find out what the hell is going on with the Joker, no longer Ober and Sexton. Um, I'm just really excited. And we're going to find out 
I didn't realize that there was going to be a final confrontation with the Black Glove. So I'm stoked. This is going to be amazing. Tune in for that next week. Once again, Batman and Robin 13 through 16, as well as uh, Batman The Return number one. Be there or be square, not a circle. But for now, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I have been Eric Kazana. I was Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I was Jacob Brown. And he forever will be. Everybody stay safe. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next time. And tomorrow. And And tomorrow. And tomorrow. Turning black, still don't know how